time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones, and we have a hell of a show for you tonight. We got Big Larry in the co-pilot seat. How you doing, bro? I'm in the house, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you are. Uh, I, I want to tell everybody right quick. I want to let you tell everybody, because you're smoking something different than I'm smoking at the moment. Tell everybody what you're smoking. I am smoking the El Popo. El Popo. Artisano tobacco. Yeah, 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 yeah. The octopus. And I'll be smoking one of those shortly. I've got mine right here. On the table, ready to go. But, you know, we were getting ready for the show, and I had already lit up a Tatawahe Fausto. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm a fan of these, and they don't have them here at the Leaf, but they have them at Good Karma in Lubbock. Mm -hmm. So when I go by there, I always grab a few. And so I was in Lubbock this week, and so I went by there and picked up a couple. And here, But here's the thing. So I went by Good Karma because I didn't plan on staying in Lubbock. I just ran up there for a quick trip. Okay. And I was like, it ended up I needed to stay the night. Okay. Well, I had only taken two cigars. Right. And oh, you know ooh, that ain't going to work. Nah, no. Ain't yeah, I actually that. took three, but when I got up there, I gave somebody one. So that right. cut me down to two. Right. Well, then I smoked one right. while I was out watching uh, people do their business. And you do the math. That took you down to one, right. one left. So then I'm like, I got to go if I'm going to spend a night. So yes. I went by there and I picked up a bag of cigars, uh, a couple of these. A couple uh, of a couple okay. of those. Yeah, three of these. Okay. And how many are left? This is it. Oh. But listen, I also got a uh, Hermoso 1964. Oh, there you I go. I love that. Yes. Your own. And then I also picked up a uh, 1926. Oh. And it was like the Petite. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had one of those? I have not. It's like 15 bucks for a 1926 Petite. Wow. I smoked that while I was sitting there drinking coffee. Uh, by the way... I don't know last time you've been to Lubbock, but they have a place called Seven Brew Coffee. Have you been by there? Uh, I have not. So I go in there and I get a large black coffee. And then I tell them to go ahead and add a shot of espresso on top of it. Ooh, man, it was good. Yeah. Dude, the smell of it was just like, wow. And they make good coffee. Like, you know, I'm very particular on my coffee. Like I, I know you are. I, I, I just want, like, I was at the D, I was at the work office, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, hey, we just made a pot. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'll, let it, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pass on this one. So, anyway, uh, I'm yeah, I'm smoking the uh, Fausto by Tatawahe. And so, I, there was a couple other cigars I bought also. But, anyway, I went and met John and Tim up at Chips, and we were going to... Uh, have a cigar too, Johnny half sack. Well, I was going to have a cigar too. <laughs> and of course, you know, Tim smokes cigars. Yep. He shows up first. Mm-hmm. I'm smoking a cigar and he's like, Hey man, you got any more of those? And I'm like, you didn't bring a fucking cigar. <laughs> I'm like, you thought I wasn't going to be smoking. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, okay. No worries. And I was like, of course you can have one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be that way, but am I going to bitch that you didn't think ahead? That's, that's the kind of guy you are. Right. And then John shows up. He doesn't even <laughs> smoke cigars. He's like, hey, man, can I get one of those? I'm like, these are not Marlboro Lights. <laughs> these are very good cigars. And you know what I gave him? What'd you give him? I gave him the 1964 Hermoso. See, that's the kind of guy you are. And you got, you know, you got to keep in mind, Johnny Halfsack, if you're listening, if you're going to hang out with Rob, 
you're going to smoke a cigar. <laughs> At least one. Take a cigar with you. Right. Even even my brother Russell knows. Take that a handful of cigars with you. If you bring three cigars, yeah. we're all good. Yes, yeah, that's right. But I always bring enough for everybody. You're that way? I mean, the worst thing in the world to see somebody sitting over on the other side of you crying like a little bitch because they ain't got a cigar. You know what I mean? Twiddling their thumbs. You know, when we were in Lubbock in, uh, what was that, November? Oh, man, oh, that was yeah, a good it was time. a good time, yeah. And we smoked some cigars together. <gasps> we did. We smoked a lot, a lot of, of cigars. Yeah, a whole box. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good night. Hey, speaking of box, let me show everybody. You guys know that Artisanal Tobacco is a sponsor of ours. That's what the El Popo box looks like. Let's open that bad boy Let's up. Open it up. Ooh. And we just got a gift from uh, Billy and Billy. Gus, and it is the El Popo jet lighter. And, dude, this is badass. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if you can buy these. I'm sure you can. Oh. But let me tell you what, guys. Like, this is, I mean, it's a nice size. It's, what, a little bit bigger than a domino. Uh-huh. And anyway, it's an electric one, so it has a little charger here. It comes with a cable. Then you have a punch cut down the bottom, which, you know, I don't use those a lot. Yeah. But when you don't have a regular cutter, it's handy to have. It is. And so, anyway, I filled this bad boy up. When you flip it on, it lights up on the side to tell you how much charge, and you push the electric button, and then you don't even have to do anything. It stays lit. Like, I could just throw this on Larry, ah! and it would just keep on going. <laughs> and I like that feature. It's like, I don't, you know, when you're doing the click, click, click. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the throwing it on Larry and letting it <laughs> going. It, it just, that doesn't sit well with You me. know I wouldn't do that unless I had a gallon of gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Or, or, do. or some 130 proof, yeah. <laughs> which we have some up there if you want some. Oh, boy. <laughs> That'll be for later. So uh, anyway, guys, we're drinking tonight, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> we have the top floor, which is by Benchmark, which is what, 86? 86 proof. 86 proof. Tastes amazing. Oh. Like, this is a go-to bourbon now. There are not. There are not enough O's in the word smooth and to describe that. Bourbon. I wouldn't even say smooth. I would say smooth. 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 If that sounds like I'm being erotic. <laughs> All right. Sit down, Rob. <laughs> but anyway, if you haven't tried the benchmark, uh, I'm a huge fan of the top floor, which is only 14 bucks. Yeah. And then also, I love the bottle and bond. Bottle and bond is good. You know, the funny thing is, when I go to the liquor store, and we have a special liquor store, folks, uh, it's called Best Price Liquor. North I mean, Six and Willis. And you know what? If you're going to have your name the Best Price Liquor, you should have the best price. And they do. Yes, they do. $13.99. The bottle and bond version of Benchmark there is $17.99. Can't go wrong. I mean, dude, it's the same price or even cheaper than when you find the old tub. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. It is. And if you're gonna hold the old tub against the benchmark ball and bond, man, yeah. it's it's you know what what's nice about it is it's about the same same price point, but it gives you two different choices because you really get two different flavor profiles, even yeah. though they're similar. Yes. But they're different. Like, I think the old tub is a little more in your face. It is. It is. And I like that sometimes. Yeah, there's nothing for, wrong. Except for when I'm at the massage parlor with uh, getting a massage by a man. Mm. Then I do not like it in my face. You know what I mean? What do you like in your face when you're at the massage parlor getting a massage by a man? What do you like in your face, Rob? A cheeseburger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like, 
anybody going to eat that over there? <laughs> she was like, well, I was going to, but you showed up without an appointment. But anyway, no, I haven't had a massage in a long time. Have, have you ever had one? I have not. You've never had a massage? Never. Never have had a massage. I have the hiccups. Okay. Never had a massage. Wow. Just, you know what? You're, you're retired, bro. It's I time. Know. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I don't recommend getting it by a man. I would not do that. I mean, wouldn't you feel uncomfortable man's hands all over you? I would. Yeah, that's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I mean, it's not even like a massage is not sexual. I know you probably heard that all your life. It's not. Well, unless it's Bill Colain. But anyway. <laughs> what about the happy ending? So, you know, a while back, my wife had a massage scheduled. Did not know that. And she was like, hey, honey, I got to go do this and this with my daughter, Molly, our daughter, Molly. And so I'm not going to be able to go. I've already paid for this. If I don't go, we just lose the money unless you want to go. Do you want to go? And I was like, well, hell yeah, I want to go. So I get back home. She's like, well, how was it? I said, well, it was a man. And she starts laughing a minute, and then she says, well, what's wrong with that? That's fine. And I said, yeah, is it normal to get a boner? And she goes, what? You got a boner? And I said, no, it wasn't me. And he kept sticking it in my face. (laughs) But it wasn't all bad. I did leave with a happy ending. Yeah, there you go. As long as you got the happy ending, and, that's all that matters. Hey, while I was there, I sold them a case of Jerkins. <laughs> that's another sponsor of ours, folks. Jerkins. Jerkins. Comes in the gallon and the five-gallon jugs. They're going to get the 50-gallon gallon, drum. The gallon jug has a pump on it. The five-gallon doesn't. Okay. So you're going to have to have your own pump. Get if, score yeah. or squeeze it out. Right. Like Yeah. I mean, you could pour it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get back on track. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, we want to say thank you to uh, Artisanal Tobacco for sponsoring us. Yes, like, yes, we do. And you guys know uh, the El Popo was my cigar of the year last year. Great cigar. And I've talked to a lot of people that were like, I, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and when you say cigar of the year, it's so subjective. It is. It because is. Like, you may love the El Popo, but there might be a cigar that you loved even more. You know what I mean? It's it's, And it's also about timing and moods yeah. and what you're doing when you smoke them. Yeah. I mean, if I'm locked out of my car and it's 30 degrees and I'm wearing a T-shirt and I'm smoking a cigar, it doesn't matter what it is. That's not going to be my cigar of the year yeah. because the experience sucked. Yeah. You yep. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I could be at the Leaf, or I could be right here in the studio smoking a cigar, listening to some good, like, easy listening tunes, and you might have a shot. You know what I'm saying? Not you. Thank you. Oh, cigar. dog on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you know, smoking cigars really comes down to the experience. Yes. And so... <clears throat> If the better you set yourself up for the experience, the more enjoyable the cigar is. And the thing about it is when you take time to set yourself up to enjoy a cigar, one, you're usually going to be smoking a better quality cigar because you're not going to go to all that trouble. Right. But even if it's not a top quality cigar, it's way better in your environment and who you're smoking with. You know, when I first started, when I really got into cigars, I tried some cigars from time to time and didn't really enjoy the experience. But one night, uh, probably about seven years ago, I guess it was, I was out at my friend Mike's house out in the country, my friend out in Coronado's camp. 
And I, you know, we've, we, you and I have talked about this before. He broke out some scotch and some cigars and said, "Come on, fellows, it's time." It was about five, six of us at his house that night. And I, oh man, I got to smoke a cigar. I got to smoke one of these cigars. It's going to be horrible. And I enjoyed it so much because I was so, with so good you, friends. You were already thinking, <clears throat> "I'm not going to enjoy oh, this. this. Is, this is going to. You're just doing it because everybody else is, and it was expected. Yep. yep. And now you're like, dude, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I no, no. That that's that is no joke. And I, I've enjoyed just about every cigar I've smoked since then. And I've smoked a lot of cigars since then too. Thank you, Mike. By the way. So once that had happened. How long after that did you start coming to the Leaf? Wasn't more than about two or three months, as a matter of fact. But when I first started coming to the Leaf, I, you know, I thought you were in and out. Yeah, yeah. I just go and grab a couple cigars and, and leave again. I was sitting on my front porch smoking by myself. I did the exact same thing. Yeah, we talked about this too. I mean, dude, I built a crazy <laughs> shitty patio on the back of my house and let me tell you something before i lived here I, you know where gilmer is mm-hmm. yeah off of buffalo gap yes well i lived over there nice neighborhood yeah you were you were close to me yeah i'm glad you didn't stay right. but anyway so we were like looking at houses mm-hmm. and we looked at houses for like three and a half four months before we found what i wanted but that was in the summer like going from spring it was really about five months because in like April, you know, when everything here starts really getting green. Mm-hmm. Never. I No, no. It does in the spring. It doesn't last because we don't get rain in the summer. But, <laughs> but anyway, I had decided that I wasn't going to mow the grass in the backyard anymore. I was going to let it grow and have a natural field, like make it feel like a meadow where I smoke and just look out over, you know. Field of weeds. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's not what I thought happened at all. I thought I would have like a meadow. Yeah. No, yeah. I had not here in West three Texas, to forever. four foot weeds. Yeah. It was awful. And then, and we rented that house. Like we rented there because I didn't think we were going to stay here. Uh-huh. So I was like, we're going to rent a house for two years and then I'm out. There's no reason to buy a house. I won't have enough equity to make right. it worth it. Yeah. And 12 years later, <laughs> here we are. But no, we lived there for like four years. And after uh-huh. four, I mean, after three and a half years, I said, well, if we're not moving, we need to buy a house. Time to buy. You know what I mean? Because four years of rent, pissing money. I, I paid more rent over there than I did for my house yeah. monthly. Yeah. I get it. So, yeah. And it's crazy because I didn't know you then, but uh, yeah. And, I didn't. And, and you didn't live that far from me either. No, I mean, it's just really crazy. what? Five, five blocks, yeah, maybe eight. Well, it's more than that, but about five minutes. About, about five, because I know exactly. I mean, you what jump Gilmore on is. Rebecca Lane, drive yep, down to right White, and then I was like half a block down. Yep. So mm-hmm. it was close, but like in the front yard, they had four maple trees, like staggered across the yard. It was awesome, beautiful shade every day. But you know, nobody wants to sit out in the front yard while they're smoking. Well, I mean, you might. Maybe, I do. I mean, depends, but uh, I wanted to sit in the backyard. I like my privacy, and I wanted people to be like, he's drunk again, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, the the valley of grass. Yes. Bad weeds. idea. Yeah. 
And you know what moved in to my backyard? Rabbits and rats. Ooh. My wife would be like, you got to do something. I was like, get me my 22. <laughs> the rabbits probably would have been okay. The rats, nah, that's probably a, that's probably a deal breaker for well, me. Well, you'd be, and my wife, and, and dude, I built like a canopy coming off of my house for shade. It was probably like four feet out. Yeah. And I had two chairs and a table. My wife would come out and sit with me for every so often. And she'd be sitting back there when we had the field of dreams going on. And she would see like weeds start shaking like a path. And she'd be like, I'm going in. <laughs> I was like, that's Templeton. So anyway, no, but I mean, I would sit in the backyard and smoke cigars because, yeah. you know, I couldn't smoke in the house. Right. And so normally... I would go out, I would do my morning work, and then I would go to the Leaf and get like two or three, sometimes four cigars, mm -hmm. and then I would drive out to Kirby, and I, always, I have a camping chair in the back of my car at all times, because you right. never know right. when the opportunity strikes. To camp. To camp mm -hmm. and to smoke a cigar in nature. Yes. And so I would just go out there, and man, you know what? It was nice. Yeah. I would turn my phone on silent, mm -hmm. and I would just enjoy being next to the lake. You and nature together. Yeah. Scary thought. Mm. If me and nature had a child, <laughs> they'd be like, state school. Okay. So what are we talking you know, about not next? private university. What are we, what, oh, what are we, we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Hey, guys, uh, just so you know, coming up on the show, and if you made it this far, <laughs> we're going to do our pick six this week, and uh, Larry's got a special cigar he's going to talk to you about. And then uh, we have a special guest coming up tonight, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that. You're not going to want to miss it. She's going to be here in the studio. Got to stick around. And a longtime friend of mine, and <clears throat> she smokes a lot of cigars. All right, nothing wrong. Nothing right. wrong there. And then don't miss out on this, guys. After the break, we're doing a crank call. Oh, <laughs> We love crank calls. I'm so excited. They I'm don't so excited. Know we're going to call them. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes, I do. I and do. so, you know how, like, during the break, that's when we figure out what we're doing for the rest <laughs> of the show. But uh, we'll come up with a good gag okay. to call somebody you guys know and love. All right. So, anyway, let's jump in to uh, another sponsor. We got Case Elegance. Case Best Elegance. damn humidor on the market. And if you, wrong. if you don't. I, you name a better cigar humidor on the market. I I, I can't. I know no one can. I, I simply cannot. I've, I, and I, it's you know, possible. it's funny. I've thought about this a couple of times, and <clears throat> people have asked me, you know, well, if you know, uh, I'm, I want to get a humidor. Is there anything you can recommend to me? And I always say Case Elegance because and. Any you know, budget. I, yes. And the same quality across the board, yeah. whether you're getting the sixty dollar humidor or the $2,800 or $3,200. They're, they're, they, they, make a, they make a fantastic and, and, product. And the the normal cigar, I say normal, I shouldn't say normal, but the the, the, one, the higher end ones that are specialized are these giant cabinets. Those mm -hmm. are the expensive ones, but I mean, they hold like 1,500, 3,000 cigars. Yeah. But when you're just your everyday smoker that's going to have a humidor, it's 60 bucks to 300. They have something for everybody's budget and taste yes yes yeah yeah great quality they look good they maintain you got good travel humidor i do That's Show them that. just 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 ready to put that up here and i don't have a case elegance humidor in my house 
But this we're going to change that. Oh, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Uh, Mr. Slater <laughs> calling all cars. But yeah, dude, I mean, look, it holds eight cigars. It's it's look how much cedars in that box. There's more cedar in that travel humidor than almost all the bullshit cigars. You, I mean, cigar humidors you can get on Amazon. As I have it open right now, I can smell the cedar. I can smell the Spanish cedar. A hundred percent, man. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, they do watch boxes. Yes. They have, they have, they, they have, have jewelry a, boxes. They have for a, the ladies. They have a, a gamut of problem of a problem a gamut of of products Prod- problem solvers <laughs> yes problem solvers yeah for 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 people who are, if you're looking for something to if you're looking for something to maintain your cigars some place to keep your watches some place to keep your jewelry you ladies or you men if you like if you like a lot of jewelry case elegance so they have you covered so for you guys i have the military uh digital camo yes humidor right over there mm-hmm. It holds, I don't know, about 100, 150 cigars. Yeah. And I mean. Holds them good. I've got a black, the blackout, Mm -hmm. and it holds the same. Yes. And I mean, you know how easy it is to maintain. Yes. And the digital camo one, I've got a Colt 45 in the bottom drawer. Okay. (laughs) Let's not talk about that anymore. But but, I mean. Yeah. It's an accessory drawer. Yeah. And, and Most people put lighters, cutters right, in there. Right, yeah, you keep firearms. Uh, yeah, well, you know you're you're Rob Jones because bottoms up, bottoms up. Ooh, cheers, cheers, brother. Oh, here's the twenty four. Twenty four. You know what I'm going to say about twenty four? So far, so good. It? Yes, yes, it's been a good year. Ah. <clears throat> so I heard a thing earlier today, and the guy said that uh, there was a man on top of a building that was on fire. It's 100 stories tall. Mm -hmm. And there was two guys on top of the roof, and they were like, hey, man, there's a helicopter coming to get you. And one guy was like, I ain't waiting. I'm going. And he just jumps off. And as he's going down, he goes by a window on all the floors. And as he's going down, they hear him say, so far, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard from him again. Yeah. (laughs) Something. I don't know how that tied in. Something, yeah. <laughs> no way, shape, or form. Something is so wrong with Okay. You. So anyway, let's let's jump into this week's pick six. Okay. I'm gonna let you go first. You know what I love about your pick six? What's that? Is I never know when one of yours is gonna be like, yeah, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I love that. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I gotta be honest. No, no, no. And but, you know, but, and, but we've always yeah. done in the past is like your top three cigars, and then you show up with one, you're like, nah, I didn't care for it. <laughs> like when that made your top top three so you know i don't i don't i don't well it's not necessarily the top no it's just it's, three it's, it's what i it's what i remember yeah it's what i remember and, and a top experience can be it can one be good or it can be bad now i know yeah yep. and you know even if even folks if you're listening even and if you're if i'm talking to you i guess you're listening uh, even if i find something that i didn't particularly enjoy if it's the first time I smoked it, I'll go back to it. Norm- Usually, I'll go back to it and try it again in a few months. And, you know, and, and my opinion might change. And I will tell you that, too. If my opinion, if I, because I'm keeping a list of what I, li- of what I put down for my, for, you know, for my three. <clears throat> excuse me. For what I put down for my three. And if I decide, you know, if I try it again a few months later and, and I enjoy it, I'm going to tell you that. Because our tastes change. Depending on where we are in the journey. Did you know your taste buds replace themselves every three days? I read that someplace. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 
I was at Piggly Wiggly in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so first, first on my list is the Luciano Foreign Affair. Enjoyed that so much. Do I know that cigar? I don't know if you do or not, but I know it. What did it I look like? It. Where'd you get it? Uh, did you get that from Sean? Our good friend Sean. Man, yes. I don't know if I. Sean. I can't remember if I smoked that one. Now I'm feeling a little jealous. Well, since Sean was here, you've probably smoked like thirty thousand cigars, <laughs> and he was just here recently. It yeah, was a great it, fifth year anniversary it, show. It was a great cigar, and you know, I'll say this: when it started out, I, I the first the first five minutes or so had a little trouble keeping it lit, and I thought maybe this is a little bit overhumidified. Wasn't really enjoying it, and then all of a sudden, it just pow! It just hit me. I'm like, oh, this is getting good. You're like, that's the way it's supposed to be. I smoked it till my fingertips started to burn, that and was, you know what I call that. Cigar. That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was a great cigar. So, Sean, thank you. Hope you're listening. Thank you so much for that. Uh, next on my list was the Alec Bradley Tempest Natural. Oh, you know what? I've never had the Natural. Yeah. I've had the Maduro. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say back in like 2013, maybe that was the year that that cigar was the number one in Cigar Aficionado. I did not really, because I wasn't smoking cigars <clears throat> in 2013. So here's the thing. I believe that was it, but it was the Maduro. Okay. And uh, like they were completely caught off guard. Wow. Like they never even a million years even thought about it. And then you know how popular that cigar got overnight, and they didn't have enough cigars. <laughs> you, you didn't know that? No, I did not. Like, you know, it, it, it hurt them to a point where, like, I believe it brought a lot of financial burden on them. Wow. Because they had to all of a sudden start ramping up. Yeah. And, I mean, they weren't that big of a company. Wow. And, you know, like, I've been on Reddit before and been on to some cigar groups, and I've seen a lot of people hate on Alec Bradley. Like, and it, it's always surprised me because I'm I like, that's not why. a brand I hate on. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. And they, they, they put out some cigars that I really enjoy. I mean, for me, I, I don't think I hate on any brands. Yeah. I might hate on a cigar or two that right. somebody makes, right. but that's just because it's not for me. What about Gurkha? Well, you know what? I don't hate on Gurkha. Okay. I used to. Yeah. I used to. <laughs> You know, I got a T-shirt that says, friends don't let friends smoke Gurkhas. I remember that. But, you know, but I'm also a little bit of a jokester. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. And so if if it's funny, I'll put it on a shirt. And uh, but the president of their company sent us a couple of boxes of cigars. And after we smoked them, you know what? I bought my own box of that same cigars because, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I could probably smoke 10 Gurkhas, and there's a lot of them I won't yeah. like. But that cigar was good. Yeah. You know, I've heard I've had a lot of people be like, oh, he's a traitor. Yeah. He said something good about Gurkha. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm not going to just bullshit you yeah. people. If yeah. it sucks, it'll suck. And yeah. if it doesn't, I'll let you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And even if and even if you don't like it, somebody else might. 100%. And it's, if you love it, somebody else I mean, might I, hate it. And for me, though, in you know, the, the big thing was for Gurkha – is my biggest thing about a cigar company isn't the cigar. It's the company. Yeah. It's the people behind the brand. Mm-hmm. Because I've found that my favorite cigars come from people who have good people behind the scenes because those people give a shit about my experience with the cigar. Kind of like McAuliffe. 
A hundred percent. Yes. And Tabanero. Yes. Like both those guys are our sponsors, people. But let me tell you, I don't know very many cigar companies that test draw every single cigar. Mm-hmm. I know Perdomo does it. Mm-hmm. McAuliffe. And Tabanero. So if you are, if you're out here listening, if you know of if you know of another company that test draws all their Shoot cigars, me an email every single one of their cigars, we want to know about it. A hundred percent. We know we know McAuliffe does. We know Tabanero does. We know Perdomo does. And I've never had a bad cigar from any of those companies. I won't say I've never had any defects on some of those company cigars but i've never had a tight draw yeah, well you smoke more than i do too true true a little bit <laughs> the scale Just a, a little bit is tilted <laughs> but you know you know what i've actually cut back a little bit yeah you told I'm down me that. To like five a day on that's most good. days that's good that's good i think today this is this is my first cigar today are you oh i know oh, rob I, I got up late what what's, what's happening dude? and uh Oh, oh well, God. I did. I did chores. Okay. I, and let me tell you, folks, I don't get to sleep in very often. I I'm on like a schedule from hell. Earlier this week, I was up for forty hours. I mean, and, and that's not unusual, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's usually between one and two days a week where I'm up for thirty six to forty hours. Wow. And I don't enjoy it. You gotta do it. <laughs> but when your brain <laughs> short circuits and you're like, I gotta keep doing this, you know? It's like, all right. But uh when I get a chance to sleep in, I'll enjoy it. Take advantage of it. Yes, I didn't brother. get up till noon today. Yes. Yep. yep. And, and let me tell you another little story, folks. This is <laughs> this is what a genius I am. So I had to go out of town this week and uh I think I was I, gonna ask you I, about that. I left town at like five thirty in the morning. Ooh. I went by my office, spent a few hours there, and then I told you I ended up going to Lubbock, and I hadn't intended on spending the night. So I didn't get back till the next day, and then I didn't even come out to the studio until we were going to do the show at, like, what, 5.36? Yeah, that didn't happen. And so I get a text that says, I'm in the studio, bring firewood. It was so cold. But we here. don't have so cold. a fireplace in here. I don't so when care. he said that, I was like, it must be really cold. And I walked in here. Well, what he didn't tell you is I had left the door open from the whole time I was out of town. And I mean, the temperature outside was 40. Yeah. The temperature inside was about 29. It was so cold. There was icicles hanging from the ceiling. But uh, no, I was like, holy shit. And we don't have central out here at the studio. So we have three space heaters. We got two that are infrared and one of those oil radiators. Well, it takes a while to warm up. Yes. So we sat out here in the cold with all those heaters and Larry can testify. Did I have testify. that heater between my legs? <laughs> it was not a pretty sight. <laughs> the radiator heater I had between my legs, and I was like riding a pony. <laughs> and I, because it was, I, I was that cold. My toes yeah. were freezing. You know, I, had, I put on two pairs of socks. Yeah, it was cold out here. And when we finally got it warmed up, we were too drunk to do the show. <laughs> so I was not. I was. Rob was. I was not. You know what? I was too cold to do the show. I I was drinking bourbon as quick as I could because it was warming me up. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like, man, that 130, (laughs) the inside of me is not cold. Yeah. (laughs) 
I feel, I got this warm feeling going on inside. <laughs> you were like, put your clothes back on. <laughs> True story. So anyway, yeah, so we didn't do the show normally like we do on Saturday night. Today is Sunday. And so here we are. Here we are. Mm -hmm. Good times. And you're on cigar number three. Yes, I am. I am. And I'm I'm enjoying every one of them. Uh, So this next one from my list this week was the All Saints, St. Francis. Very nice. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you so much, Mickey. Aren't you glad that? Yeah. I'm glad. So I, I got a great deal on two boxes from All Saints, yes. but Fantastic. I've been wanting to smoke through his line. Okay. You know, we had him on the show. Yes. I was a fan of his personality, mm-hmm. not so much his looks, but, you know, oh, he you can't know, control yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're bald. You're bald. <laughs> but no, uh, cool dude. Yeah, that was, seemed, that, that, that was a good time. That was a, that was a really good time. And seemed like a, a, a solid dude. Yeah, down to I mean? earth. He had and, great stories and. Yeah. And yeah, I bought two okay. boxes of those. Okay. And so far, the construction has been perfect on every one. Not a problem with one single one. And I've smoked a lot of those two boxes that you bought. <laughs> and and I appreciate that. I just I want you to know. Right? I want to say right now to everybody who's watching, everybody that's listening, I appreciate all those All Saints cigars that Rob, that Rob purchased. They've all been fantastic. Yeah. And I mean... Let me tell you, folks, you ever get down to the Abilene area, you you let us know, because mm-hmm. we would love to have you either on the show, but I mean, now there's some restrictions. I mean, if you're completely butt ugly, you could come over and just watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you come by, we've got uh, cigars and we got bourbon. Have we you did. ever, I mean, how many times you've been to the studio? We didn't have both of those. Never. That's not true. When? Because I remember a time when we had cigars. But we called you and was like, hey, man, you want to come hang out while we do the show? Yeah. So when I got to the studio, there was both cigars and bourbon. So because I brought the bourbon we, we, with we, me. We, we call him and he's like, yeah, man, cool. And I'm like, you got bourbon? And he's like, uh, what do you mean? I'm like, because we don't have yeah. any. <laughs> That's why we're asking you over. That's the only reason I got invited. And this was, this was back in the early days before I really got involved with this show. But they sure did want me to come by because they needed bourbon. We'll be the first ones to share bourbon with you. And we'll be the first ones to share your bourbon. <laughs> We're not shy. But, you know, that was and I, I bought the, uh, that was at Evan Williams, yeah, the 1783. Because it was so cheap. Was it? I yeah. thought you brought that uh, single barrel. No, no, I bought Evan Williams. We tried the Evan Williams single barrel once, too. Yeah, we did. We did. No, I, I bought the Evan Williams 1783 because it was a very inexpensive bourbon. And I said, oh, I got some of these fools. Yeah, no, so that's we, so I bought that. So I picked it up, brought it. it over. And then we opened it and we're like, oh, we we're all like, oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> and then I was disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, because we finished yeah. it. We were like, dude, you only brought one bottle? You never hung out with us before? Don't you know who we are? <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, good, good time. Times. Good night. And, good that's, night. and that's, you know, I hope you guys have the opportunity to hang out with other members of the cigar community yes. and smoke because, man, there's always a good one right around the corner. And, and drink if you a little don't bit go, too. Drink a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, we have a good time whether we're drinking coffee, mm-hmm. bourbon, yeah. tea. Yes. As long as we got cigars. Yes. Like, yes. let me tell you something, folks. Me and Larry don't hang out if there ain't cigars. <laughs> I gotta go. If I come here and Rob hasn't and, and Rob doesn't have cigars and I don't have cigars with me, 
I'm going to the house. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Okay, man. I'll see you. Uh, let me know when the next shipment comes in. I'll be back then. Absolutely. All right, man. Is. Let me get to my three. Please. And I'm going to tell you right now, the Tabanero Fausto that I'm smoking right now, like, here's the thing. Before the show, folks. I didn't get one of those. Yeah. Well, you can thank John and Tim for that. Johnny <laughs> they showed up without any cigars. Damn, and the pickings got slim. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, listen to this. So, like, you're giving two dudes that uh, cigars that, like, first of all, you should have known better. You should have brought your own, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I gave them the best cigars in the bag. That's, but that's who you are. That's who you are. Well, you know, when I gave John the uh, Padron Hermoso uh, Reserve 1964, mm-hmm. Tim was like, holy shit, dude. He's giving you a Padron. And, you know, John has no idea what yeah. that is. Yeah. And his palate doesn't even enjoy that. But you know what? He's always smoked a Padron. From now on, yeah. he has smoked a Padron. Yeah. And I don't know if he'll ever start smoking cigars regularly. And personally, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not one of those people trying to force people to get into cigars. Mm-hmm. You do that on your own because make it your own journey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're into knitting, go do that. Yeah. Just if you're into knitting, don't call me. Yeah. But uh, but if <laughs> Unless you got a sweater. If you're into knitting and you have a sweater and you have a cigar. Booyah. Yeah, then we're going to hang out. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, it was a good time, but I was just like, of course, I gave John the nineteen sixty four. Now, thankfully, I smoked the nineteen twenty six while I was at Good Karma because <laughs> it would have hurt my soul. Yeah, I know to give him a twenty six. I didn't even know you had a soul. It's just small. I know. Very small. I usually keep it in my back pocket. Small soul. <laughs> Whenever I need, it, I'm like, hey. That's your name now, Small Soul Robbie. Small Soul. Small Soul Robbie. But it's a good soul. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, old soul, too. I'll go with the old soul before I go with the good soul. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was like, what was the other choices? <laughs> good, old, what else? Oh, Come there's on. a lot of other choices. I'd say sexy soul. I would not. Okay. <laughs> You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I was hoping for you to say yes, but anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into my cigars. Uh, the Fausto by Tatawahe. I'm a big fan. And I mean, I don't know the Vitola on this exactly, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like a six by 48. Oh, that's, getting, you, that, that, oh. that's getting close to your wheelhouse. I mean. Getting close to your sweet, to that, your that, sweet spot. That, that 40. And I, I told the dude at the shop while I was smoking it, or I was talking about it. I was like. Really, for me, like the range of a ring gauge of 40 to 50, mm-hmm. that is my sweet spot. And if you get into maybe now, uh, there are exceptions to every rule. That's true. Because I was smoking uh, a box press, the Yellow Rose. And, you know, I think that's like a six by 52. Yellow Rose. But because it's a box press. Yeah. It's like a 50. And so you get way more tobacco mm-hmm. because it's box press. Yeah. And hey, you know what? I didn't get anybody to email us on where we can get some uh, cigar box press. Because remember, we want to do that with the Perdomos. Yeah. We're going to do I it. I think that we get those really, really, really overly uh, hydrated. Mm-hmm. So they expand, but also soften. Okay. And then we put them in the box press 
because they're round, we're going to make them a box press. Okay. And then we put bricks on top of it or press it or whatever. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But then we let it sit like that in good humidification, humidification environment for like, what, a week, two weeks? Probably needs to be. I don't know. Does I, don't, it I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it takes that long. Okay. Sure. But regard, we'll do a little research on that. Yes, we will. But wouldn't you love to see, like, if that works? Yeah, the changes. And we get, and so what we I do. I mean, I, I love the Habano yeah. Perdomo. Yeah. I just don't like smoking it in that damn big ring gauge. So so we'll get some. We'll get two. We'll get, whatever, we, whatever we decide to box press, we'll get two of each. And we'll smoke. We'll smoke the first ones and the regular, and how they come out. Oh, I was and thinking then, we would box press a whole fucking box. Yeah, well, no, but but we shouldn't. We need to have that something. Way if it's to amazing, it. yeah. people come over and be like, "Hey, try this. Yeah. Perdomo doesn't even make this, but we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we took this product and made it. We're changing it up. We're changing it up. No, but we can do it. And so, but but I think what we should do in order to have something to compare it to is do the original and then box press one too. Excellent, 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 yeah. excellent, yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm already a fan of their cigars, but the ring gauge really throws me off. So, you know, and, and I owe this to you um, because of the size, the size of, of these my hands. Wiener? No, oh, oh, the size of these hands. And my wiener? <laughs> no. Um, I tend to, I, I very, for a long time, I tended to go to the, to the, to the larger ring gauge, to the larger ring gauges. And from, you know, spending time with you and learning more about cigars. I did the same thing. Yeah, I've gotten to the point now that, that I've gotten to the point now that I've, you know, I've tried some different. Oh, man, that the medallion that you love so much. Six by 46. Oh, yeah. That's such a, The Riata. That's such, such a great cigar. You know, that's what I great love cigars. about the medallion and the Riata. It yeah. both comes in the six by 46. Yeah. Now, if we can get the McAuliffe Black made in the six by 46, you guys, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I would probably go ape shit. Dan, Al, if you're listening, I mean, you know, I, this is you know Rob I talking. I don't ever request things because they already make shit I really, really like, yeah. all right? Yeah. But- Dan, if you had that McAuliffe Black and a Corona Extra, whoo, I'd come mow your yard all summer. Or I'd pay somebody to. Yeah, okay. Let's <laughs> say if I get one, would you mow my yard? Somebody needs to chop down those weeds. Call the dude. You got their number? Yeah. yeah. I need their number back. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost their number, and I've got shit that needs to be done around here. Oh I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Those rose bushes aren't going to move themselves, okay? <laughs> so you guys at home, though, I sold the old studio. They moved it out of the backyard uh, like yesterday, or it's, what day was that? Thursday. It's gone. And dude, does it look weird when you walk back here? It does. It's like yeah, it does. What is that? Is Rob making a cemetery? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was funny when 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 we were at the uh, Kevin Bacon concert, the mm, Bacon mm, the Bacon mm, Brothers mm, concert, mm, mm, and and Hatch, if you're listening or whenever you thank do listen you. to the show, thank you so much. I didn't even want to go. I mean, I had such a good time. I had such a good time. And, you know, I didn't. En- I didn't enjoy all the music, but it didn't matter. And I didn't want to go were there with friends. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't going to go because I'm. You know, I know. I know. Kevin you, Bacon's you, in a band. Did you, did you look it up? What did you look up YouTube or anything? Did you sample what, what, his music? Find, no, you no, no. I did not because I, I made I, the mistake of doing that. Because when I did that. I'm going to tell you right now, the videos that's out there 
are not good. <laughs> and I thought, this is going to suck. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a Kevin Bacon fan. but Of his movies and music. Well, I didn't know his music. Yeah. That's why I Googled or I YouTubed it. Yeah. I pulled up some videos and I watched like maybe four different songs, but I could only make it through like 15 to 20 seconds because I was like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Well, that sucks. And I really thought about making up some reason why I was like, man, you know what? I think I got gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go. But my wife, you know what? I enjoyed taking my wife out. Yeah. And so we went out Wednesday night to yeah. eat at Vagabonds. That was great. Yeah. And then the very next night, me and my wife met all of you yeah. same people we Good went to, to Vagabonds was with. A great, that was a great. That was, man, that, that was such a. It was such a great time. It, it was. was. It really was. And, and you know, dude, and, that's what you're missing out. If yeah. you are not joining the cigar community. Yeah. Like we would not be friends without that. That's true. You know what I mean? That's very true. Like most times, like if it had not been for the cigar lounge. Yeah. If we had ever met anywhere else, you'd be like, fuck that guy. I probably would. <laughs> I mean, most people no, are. Yeah. 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 And I get that too. No, it was. It was man. It was Fun. it was it was it was a good time. The and dinner out, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah we went out. We went to dinner Wednesday Had a few night. Drinks to support Molly and my daughter's and the waitress. Yes, there. yeah, and, and she and she was fantastic. You know, and I've worked in the I have worked in the hospitality industry. industry for a long time, and she provided us with great service. And one of the owners came over and talked to us and talked about what a great job your daughter was doing there and how, and how she's only been there work. for like three weeks yes yes and yeah. i mean wow they have been really good to her too mm-hmm. like hats off to vagabonds the way they do their employees yes they take good care of them they really they do if you ever come to abilene go buy vagabond vagabond pizza it, it, and when you hear pizza, you're like, oh, I don't want pizza. It's not. It's not pizza. I don't care what the name of the store is. I don't care that it's a big round pie that goes in a brick oven. It's not pizza. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. It's it, just amazing it's food. Not, it's not what you get a Pizza Hut or Domino's or Papa no. John's. It, it's brick oven fired pizza. And but they, got they, but they have like gourmet. And, yes. Yeah. It's a gourmet pizza. Style of cooking. Yes. So. Like, for example, I got the Lucia. Did you like it? I did. So the Lucia is like a Canadian bacon, and it's put in that brick oven, so it really crisp up the cheese and the outside crust. Mm -hmm. But under the cheese is a jalapeno jelly. Oh, yeah, man. Dude. (laughs) That was... That was that was incredible. You didn't even know this, but you know the appetizer there normally is they make their own bread. Yeah, it's fresh. Oh, the bread's great, and they bring it out and they they actually churn their own butter. Oh. Did you know that? No, I did not know. Yeah, that. they make their own butter. So there's, you know, yeah, yeah. and so it's got like what, what the the poppy seed on top of the butter, and then you know the bread and butter is fantastic, but. Yeah. I told my daughter when I got there, I was like, hey, bring me a little thing of uh, jalapeno jelly. Yeah. Because you put that butter on there and you put a little of jalapeno jelly on there. I felt like I was skinny dipping in the Great Lakes. Ooh. It was, it was like, 
that is not a good visual for, oh. <laughs> for me or anybody that's watching this show. That's let me a just, horrible visual. Let me just tell you something. When you go in, you're good. When you come out, you're small. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, come out, little the water. <laughs> the water's cold. The milk's gone bad. <laughs> I looked down. I was like, don't be scared, little fella. Come on back out. Anyway. All right. Yeah, so it was a great time. Have I done, I, have, I've done one cigar too. I think it was. <laughs> I, I, I bet I've lost count. Okay. So I think one. I've just done the Fausto. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. guys. <laughs> people are like, can we get on with the damn list? <laughs> There's some people that are already like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> uh, yeah. You did the Fausto. That's okay. 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 All right. So I'm, my... I'm, I'm going to start making a list right here so I can keep up with you. <laughs> that's what you should do okay here's what you said rob <laughs> all right so you you entertained for two seconds because i had to grab a cigar out so i can tell people the right name of it all right okay so you know i just i'm just gonna say to everybody that's watching and listening thank you for sticking by us because you know y'all know rob's out of control <laughs> Yeah, see, he and I wouldn't right, have it any other way. He just walked right through the shot. Yeah, so yeah, you know, and, and, you know and, and, anybody who's been listening for a while, you know how Rob gets. And all I can I don't say, know what you mean by that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't know they, about gets. I they always do. that way. They do. Okay. And um, and I think that uh, for everybody else, I just want to say. I just want to say thank you. And I'll say thank you to everyone who's stuck with well, us. Yes. Like, I know. You know what? Here's a thing. Here's a stat you don't know about the show. Talk to me. The show in 2022, all-time record numbers of how many people were listening to the show. 2023, it was like you are in a jet rocket up into the sky and the pilot passes out with the the joystick facing down. <laughs> All right. The numbers were like, Meh! let's not do that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to do that. Yeah. Now, now I'm exaggerating, of course, but what I'm saying is we lost listeners. But then the second half of the year, it was like the pilot woke up and was like, holy shit, <laughs> pull up, pull up, pull the fucking nose up. Yeah. <laughs> and so and add, add some add some propulsion to that. Push the throttle up too. 100 percent. Yeah. And so one of the things that I had realized was, uh, you know, last year I kind of went off the rails. I went off the rails a little bit yeah. and it wasn't in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever know of any scenario where being, being off the rails is a good scenario. Wheels on the ground. Right. Not, not good. good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we made some changes and we also changed some uh, personalities. And you know what's funny as shit is, and I'm going to say thank you for sliding in when you were needed. You've been doing it whenever you were needed for the last few years. Yeah. And none of those shows ever made it to the show because you sucked. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. <laughs> she was like, damn, no, I can't put that on the show. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know if that dude's a retard or <laughs> no, but, uh, but, yeah. you, but you had a very professional job yes, and did. you had a reputation. Yes. And your reputation has always been outstanding. Uh, I don't know how, but apparently when you leave this place, you turn into Mr. Professional. <laughs> it's so nice of you to say that. <laughs> but I'm glad. But but even but when, yeah. before you retired, yeah. 
you couldn't let that go. Yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. Thank I you. I mean, Thank you. that's why we have never told people who I work for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because my opinions idea. do not reflect my company's mm-hmm. opinion. You know what I'm saying? We're mm-hmm. separate. And so I do this show on my off time and I have fun. And, you know, the thing about this is this whole show is if you were to say on a scale of one to 10 on education, I'd give it a solid three. You know what I mean? We're, 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 you, you, so you'd, you go that high. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dick face. (laughs) All right, dick face. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, hey, hey, man, I've been here for a lot of these shoes. I I would actually say, I've been here for a lot of these shoes. All right, don't interrupt me. All right, okay. It's all you. I would even say a (laughs) 3.5. I would not. (laughs) You're like 2.75 best. Too high? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right. really high. But anyway, I mean, we like to think we are a little educational. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I like to think I'm a good husband. <laughs> I like to think I'm a good citizen. <laughs> you know you know what I mean. I'm, I'm not sure which is the lower on that scale. Ooh. Anyway. My brother Russell's like, you didn't throw in brother. I meant for you to. So, no. But uh, anyway, the show is more of an entertainment. Like, this is what people do when they hang out in the shop with us. Yes. (laughs) When we're not there. Whether they want to or not. (laughs) That's true. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, Larry. But when we're at the Leaf, we're in the back, we're hanging out, we're enjoying cigars, and a stranger walks in. Do I greet them? Yes, you do. And you do, do they look scared afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. I've seen I've seen people go running out of there like, I'll never smoke another cigar. I can't go back into that place. That, those people back there, they are insane. Now, yeah, I, I've seen I, that I was, often. I was going a different route, oh, and I just want to oh, let you know that sorry. hurts my feelings. Sorry. I didn't didn't realize feeling (laughs) singular. (laughs) You're right over there. I'm not. Put the bourbon down. The bourbon. It's not the bourbon. It's you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. We're good. Mm. Oh, you got you. You bought two cigars. I did because I have. I'm on number two and three. So the first one, and just so you folks know, I left my glasses in the house, and these are just strictly readers. And they're not exactly what I need. So I don't know if I can tell you what they are. Can you, can you tell people what these two cigars are? Because these are I my number two and three. And they're both All Saints. It's, All Saints. It's the same one you have. Yeah, yeah. All Saints, St. Francis. I just realized I have on sunglasses and not my reading glasses. <laughs> yeah, you I was like, man, these glasses are shit. <laughs> I was like, I can't see shit with these glasses. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> come on, come on, hang, okay. hang in there. Right, right, I'm back. I'm back. Hang in there. Got to be professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all saints. Dedication. 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 No. Dedication. Yes, dedication. Thank you. Wow. When Rob's helping me with the English language, you know, this is bad. Yeah, dedication. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but it it's it's two of the All Saints cigars and 
And once again, Mickey, so, thank Mickey you. Peg, Mickey Peg. Mickey Peg. Mickey Good Peg. Good job. And here's the thing. Like, I met him before I'd ever had his cigars, and I didn't have his cigars until, like, four or five months later. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I mean, have you had the All Saints before in the last week? Yeah, earlier tonight. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's this week. Yeah. Because you got them here. No, I, 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 I think I'd had one before. Where from? I don't know. Exactly. I think you're full of shit. Well, and I might be. I may be making some stuff. I think you do. You, no, you, I think. I, what, what, no, when did when did you get this? Less than half full, folks. <laughs> so we know Larry's off the rails, or or the bottle's half empty. You decide. You you listeners, you viewers, you decide. What, what is, it, is the bottle is, half full? Or is the bottle half empty? But let me tell you what's factual, folks. It's less than half full, and that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets below half, it's uh, like, would. it's still early. <laughs> <laughs> we need more. <laughs> anyway, folks. Hey, so, so anyway, back so, to the cigars. So these two uh, All Saints, I'm a big fan. And you know what? These are bigger ring gauge than I normally would smoke. But okay. I really wanted to try these cigars. Yeah. But I got them in the... I don't even know if you'd call that a torpedo because it's it's such a a, a quick mm-hmm. like you see that's not very long. Yeah. Usually on a torpedo it starts down here yeah. and you can cut off like what ring gauge you want. Right. This you just want to nick it, mm-hmm. nick it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that way you can test the draw and if it's not as good as you want you, you can, can nick go, some oh, more. Right. Yeah. And so what I will say is the construction was absolutely beautiful on both of these sticks. And the Habano, I freaking really like. So, and you know, that's my palate. Yeah. And so, Mickey, good job. Mickey, Mickey. Mickey, Mickey, you're you're, so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Rob, Rob. Stop. Sorry, Mickey. (laughs) Sorry, Mickey. (laughs) Hope Mickey's not watching this. No, and you know, I've never been a big fan of torpedoes. And I I I thought you were going to say the man that sang that song. (laughs) It was was a woman that sang that song. What was her name? I can't remember. (laughs) My, my, my Sharona. No, different. different We're going to go to a quick break. Yeah, we need to. We are going to, you know what? I got a special guest coming up next, guys. We're going to take a very short break, and you're not going to want to miss the next guest. I'm not even going to tell you what her name is. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging through the break. We have the one and only Cisco Kid. How are you? I'm good. I'm super excited to be here in Abilene, Texas. So we we you know we are so happy that you're here, of course. But I got to ask you, like, why are you in Abilene? Because you know we don't have a lot of people, you know, just swinging through Abilene. <laughs> really, is it that kind of a that kind of place? I didn't even know that. Well, I mean, it seems really sweet and nice and cute. And And they also have one of my favorite restaurants. Which one? Oh, my God. I can't. I don't know if I can remember the name of it, but I feel like it's like. I'm going to guess. Beehive. No. like Vagabonds. Creek. Copper Creek. Yes. There you go. There we go. They have. They actually make their own gluten free bread and they bring it out like. It, that is the, actually pretty shocking because usually in Texas, no one gives a shit about gluten-free bread. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, 
Who the hell's asking for that shit? Yeah, but she offered it just because I kind of told her. She asked, and then I told her, and then she was like, "Oh, we actually have gluten free bread," and I was like, "Oh, are you kidding me? That's amazing!" Because that never happens. It is amazing because it never happens. Okay. So I've just given up on bread. You know, I've just never. Don't be a quitter. Oh, like, let I, me tell you something. My daughter they do works in a place called Vagabonds, and mm-hmm. they make the most amazing bread you've ever had. <laughs> and they send it out on a big old tray, and it's they it comes out with this butter with like poppy seed on it or something, and it's freaking amazing. I and bet it is. What that place down there? They churn their own butter. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, it's the real shit. Yeah, yeah, it's badass. Anyway, I don't know how we got on the churning butter, folks, but hey, so you're traveling through. What? Tell me what you what you guys are doing. Uh, so I am with Tom Shavers, and he Shavers. <laughs> he actually works for Placencia. Placencia cigars. Cigars. And uh, we're heading up to TPE. Vegas. See you there. Yes. So, but we decided to make it a kind of a road trip, and so we're gonna visit all of the lounges on the way up. Spend some time in Phoenix because there's quite a few lounges Start around that to see people and build relationships. Absolutely. Because I mean, really, if you're not doing that, what are you doing? Exactly. You know what I mean? That's the most important part of the whole shindig. Yeah. You know, like you know what we were talking about. It, I think, yeah, earlier on this episode or after we get done, we talked about it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we were talking and it was like, you know, no one is going to know if your cigar's the best cigar in the world ever. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Unless you get into Cigar Aficionado magazine. No, 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 no. Like, if you give me like your best shot, you're like, here's the best cigar that we make. And I think it should be in consideration for cigar of the year and if i smoke that cigar while i'm in chicago in december and i've locked my keys in my car but i'm locked outside and it's snowing and i'm wearing underwear and a t-shirt if i'm smoking that cigar right then it's not ever going to make it to my number one you know what i mean because because the experience was all wrong (laughs) okay fair yeah now i can agree with that give me a really good cigar and i'm hanging out with my best friends and we're drinking some really really good bourbon in celebration of something that happened to one of our friends like automatically you could be in the running for my number one cigar of the year yeah it's the same about the experience absolutely but it's also the same thing with food if you notice that you know the same thing is that we often use food to celebrate as well 100 percent. and the that excitement of just going to get to eat you know wherever you're going to eat for that celebration is exciting oh 100 percent. yeah I mean, I think it's obviously it's ingestion, but I believe that it has a lot to do with our souls. When we're, you know, putting something in our body, our body is reacting to it, whether it's negative energy or even just positive vibes or whether it's food, sugar, wheat, whatever it is, like all of that has an impact on everything we do. So I just want to ask you a question Mm -hmm. and I don't know how this come up last night, but it ties in uh like if you were to say i need a container to put my soul in what container would it be like how big 
<laughs> I don't know. Tell you the truth, I don't think I can answer that question properly. <laughs> I, I, like I Larry don't. said that we could store my soul in a thimble. So, <laughs> yeah, that would be that's that's kind of that's kind of an insult to you. No, I mean, <laughs> how big should a soul be? We don't know. Okay. I mean, maybe they're all <laughs> small like that. You know what I mean? Think okay, I'm, I'm gonna get us back on track anyway. So, do you have any specific shops that you know you're gonna stop in? You're gonna go check out? Well, one of the shops that um, I do well, we're gonna be going through Arizona, obviously, like New Mexico, Arizona, and then we're gonna be in Nevada, right? So, I think that's the actual layout of the geography, yeah. So, I'm excited about especially. Uh, Tombstone. Yeah, like I'm jealous. Tombstone Tom, is super cool. Tom was telling me about Tombstone, and I was like, "Oh, I would love to." You know, that's like a, one of my very favorite Western movies is Tombstone. Like, do you? What's a better Western than that? I yeah. don't know. Well, it's just crazy that whenever you look at uh, the the you know the town, you walk into it, you're like, "Are we in a movie scene right you're now?" Stepping back in time, yeah, but it's actually still. I I guess it's preserved. You could say preserved, but it's not just that; it's living. But they, yeah, because they keep updating it. Yeah, to but make also it. the people that live there are super into the whole shindig, where they are just dressing like it, acting like it. They they're, still they're do like the reenactments. The school, like Little House on the Prairie. Okay. <laughs> no. I mean, the kids are walking to school. They're dressed a certain way. Well, they're not quite. I mean, it's not quite like okay. that. Well, then they're not. I'm saying in, they're, they're not putting in 100%. <laughs> they could do better. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Here's, I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that they live really out in the boondocks. These right. are boondocks and they have this one strip of land, maybe like a couple of. So like, where do the kids go to school? I don't know, but the school must be in a. I I would say Is it's it like very isolated. Cabin? It's a polarized situation to where they're walking out there, or they're yeah, going to that one school, like and we didn't see it. The question, <laughs> right? We didn't see the school. Dude. All right. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Hit that button right there. Yeah, hit that button one more time. One Bob. more time, <laughs> and then again and again. Because this is hilarious. You're cracking me up. Okay, now I hit the button again. Beautiful. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, obviously. And then I love Phoenix. Also, let me just tell you that it's about to and get warmer. There's a ton and ton and ton of places to smoke in Phoenix. Like, don't think that's why we're going to stay there about a couple of days because we want to be able to hit a lot of them. I mean, just going to visit these places, especially in the evenings, is super significant to what I do. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And they don't have to follow me. You know, I don't need you to follow me to be able to uh, like hang out, smoke cigars, see what's going on or just be successful. Like Cisco's world. Yeah, exactly. Dude, my world is crazy, but yes, <laughs> I well, love it. I understand. I don't know why I love it, but I'm it's, like, it's like, like this. sometimes when you like look at your <laughs> life going on and go, "Wow, my world is crazy." It is, and then you're like, "And let's get it on." <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. 
And, you know, it's, I look back. Do you look at yourself as a workaholic? I'm a, I'm definite. Yes. Okay. I, I would say that it's for yes sure. Or no question. Definitely. Yes. The thing of it is, is that I have found ways to get out of that zone. I can't. I, I have found ways to get out of that zone. And those are not probably the healthiest things to be doing but it's just like, that like i need you told me like you wanted to escape that one time so you're like i did a little heroin no i did not, <laughs> did not do that i'm messing with you guys right yeah no it's just like it it's just at the point where i kind of just check out and i put the phone down or i shut the internet off and Sometimes I'll do that for days just because. Do you really? Yeah, just because it's too much. It gets a lot. It gets to be a lot. Now, uh, but although at the same time, I'm learning every single day, you know, like, okay. I completely understand Mm because we do a lot of the same things in certain ways. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with your content creation and what works and what doesn't right and you've been around the block a while and so you've <laughs> sounds... is that is that not the right words <laughs> like you could have like girl why haven't you gotten this like totally hey, off hey, of the so so i meant to say you've been around the block <laughs> once or twice <laughs> I don't even know if that's better, but I'll tell no, you this. I'll tell you not. this. It has nothing. In my opinion, what I have been doing is very successful. Uh, I, you know, I believe that. And right. I told you that. But also it has a lot to do with the relationships that I am able to cultivate and the connections that I have. And the just the friends. You're social media and you're not ma- building relationships. Then. Like if you're trying to put everybody else down to get to the top, well, when, if you ever, I mean, get to we the don't top, have to go there. Well, Nobody I do. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Who's, come on, mother. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to those people, so I don't know who's doing that or not. But I just would say that. But we were talking about earlier how people copy other people. Yeah, of course. Because they see somebody who's being successful, and it's like, oh, you know what? And you know what goes good for them that they didn't have any kind of integrity that told them like this is not the right thing to do. I'm I'm really jealous. I wish that I could have that ability to just copy somebody and take it from them and like make it my own and then kill it and whatever. But I don't. Because and you I'm want a, to work for it. I, it's not that I want to work for it. Are you yes, kidding? you do. No, I yes, don't. No, do. I don't. I like to. You're don't a workaholic. Me, don't get me like, wrong. I gotta be. I successful. like to make things difficult, but at the same time, I yes, folks. I, I want to home listening to this. This is like the fourth take because she has been ridiculously hard to work with. But go ahead. Right. Um. I actually just really. Um, I love the people and I love what I'm able to do so much. And then at the same time, I also want to do something. I want to offer something different. Like what? Um, just, well, first of all, I'm able to work with Arturo Fuente, which is extremely <laughs> different. And, you know, most, I, you know, what? are I'm no gonna, other influencers. Well, well, no, I'm going to tell you right now mm-hmm. that like, I respect what you do. I know you respect what I do. We've had that kind of a friendship for a long time, 
And I will tell you this that I haven't told anybody is that I'm jealous as fuck that you get to listen to <laughs> that man speak. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. I mean, I'm not saying that I want to go hang that's out. That's so sweet. I'm just saying that But like, I, when I get an opportunity to listen to a guy that's been around that long with that much success, I just want to listen. Dude, I don't want to talk. I want to listen. That's exactly why I stick with it. Are you? There's so many opportunities that I have had. Yeah, I could like if if I thought for one second that I could absorb all of your experiences into my brain <laughs> by beating your face in like we would be on national tv right now and be like hey this podcast host dude beat the shit out of his guest <laughs> that's a joke folks <laughs> we don't support domestic violence okay that was a fucking joke right anyway but you but, get what i'm saying yeah no trust me i i, I and i don't get to just sit with just carlito carlito I, yeah, is friends he, like, brings everybody yes, in your I, life hearing these wild historical events absolutely not only that the professor show i keep trying to tell everybody go watch the professor show it is one of the best shows out there with the actual knowledge coming from the actual horse's mouth is that a thing yes wait come from the horse no it's, it's better what i thought you were gonna say so let's just stick with that i feel like there's another word for the another uh, the horse's mouth no yeah okay okay something uh, anyways the horse's mouth like i'm trying to be very non-vulgar <laughs> so just keep telling your story so it's like these are the guys who did their been there done that like they're you know we're not talking just so-called reviewers or so-called influencers which i'm a so-called influencer i guess you know either way i'm not trying to like it's but yes you're right i got to sit in the chair with those guys sitting with royalty yes i mean like i don't even said, know you know what i went from do you really went from down here do to up here in they, no time are you absorbing and realizing the opportunity like, oh, fuck, yeah. like how many people get to hear that because let me tell you this like when we have the opportunity we meet as a collective group at the leaf on saturdays and there's a certain group of us and the two older gentlemen that are in this group one i believe is 74 the other one's 75 mm -hmm. they're not like cigar guys i mean they are they smoke cigars but just hearing the wisdom from that generation mm -hmm. and you're getting to hear all of that from the generation that is doing cigars and they're going to be gone soon too well let's not and, wish that on anyone oh no we're not wishing i'm just saying realistically this is going to happen but guess what i have spent probably more time with those guys over and over and over and i'll do it over and over again because it's not just about me knowing the information and maybe having it later because half the time i don't even realize i have the information in my head no, i'm sitting it's here enjoying the information it's enjoying the opportunity well that uh, obviously i'm extremely grateful because i have sacrificed a ton to be able to keep this you know situation alive and i'm not gonna quit like that's never gonna happen but it's just one of those things where yeah of course i'm fucking grateful i mean uh, i'm grateful that i actually understand that i am been given this opportunity because there's a lot of people that have come in and then work walked out immediately because they didn't understand what the opportunity was and the wealth of knowledge and yeah 
history. Like I'm a huge history culture. Fan. I'm a huge history fan. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's because I'm getting older myself or if I've always and I just don't remember. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it really is a gift. Don't get me wrong, it didn't come easy. And it's still not, you know, exactly where I would That's like. That's what to. she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. But it 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 just was. It was not. Um, it's not like I think people think I like posted a picture of me in a bikini, and all of a sudden I was like sitting here, and they think that I probably don't know anything. You know what's funny is I don't think that about you at all. I because well, I've like, seen the work that you've put in year in and year out. Yeah, but you month in month out, right? Week but, in week out. But like, that's you not. Have, but you have to understand that's I not what it. I think as a cigar it, influencer female, you're the hardest working girl out there. You have to understand. Well, yeah, you can't work with Carlito without being a hard worker. That's for sure. But you have to understand that, you know, these it, it's it, these influence. Well, you know, I don't even know what the word influencer really means. I just know that I want to be able to create an audience. I want to promote a product that I truly believe in. And then I also want to be able to, you know, create, work my business out of it, which I do. You know, it's it's phenomenal, but it's. But it's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of moving parts. And there's a lot. And there's a lot. A lot to handle. No kidding. And that's what. I'm excited about this year is changing is that I feel like I'm going to have more of uh, a team, you know, a situation behind me, but we're, you know, that's still a lot of work going towards it. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's an ever evolving business model. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like, well, this is the way we're going to do it because months down the line, you're like, I got to make a shift here because if I keep going the way I'm going, that's not going to work. Right. So you're, learning on the fly oh absolutely I mean, and not only I've that done this whole thing you got to learn on the fly but you know i was sitting there thinking the other day i'm going oh my god like people in college you know like college kids my daughter's in college and she has a job but she also like you know I guess I saw this movie and they were talking about the debt that you have when you're in college. And I'm thinking about I did have some some uh, college debt as well. But it was like one of those things that kind of kept me afloat. You know, I mainly took out the loan. You were borrowing money to live while you went to school. Exactly. And that was where I actually thought today. As soon as the Fed said, we're going to back all student loans, people were like, hell yeah, I'll take a million. (laughs) Right. But so as soon as I realized what, you know, that situation, it was just like a little quick thought. But it was kind of like, you know what? There's a reason why you're not learning everything. And I'm not actually the cigar, like, sommelier or anything of that sort. I'm not that. Let me tell you something. I'm a digital. I'm a digital. I'm a digital person. I like to learn more about how um, promoting, learning the social media. And and I get that 100%. But here's what I'm going to tell you right now. If someone looks, like, up to someone just because they smoke a shit ton of cigars or they look down on someone because they're smoking something that's not very good. You're missing the whole boat. Exactly. This is about a community that we're not judging everyone. And what, you know what, in this entire 
conversation, we haven't mentioned what they make or even how they make it or anything. It's mostly about, and that's really what I fall in love with. I am in love. The community. With, I'm in, it's, it's not even just a community for me. It's people well, in general. But I just, I, now, I have a lot of patience for people. I bought half a quart of wood today. Dude showed up to unload the wood. He was from Trinidad and we had this 30 minute conversation and I'm like, I'm going to have that dude on the show. Yeah. He didn't smoke cigars, but what a story. Like going from Trinidad to Abilene. Yeah, totally. But anyway, so there's, I, I, I just feel like. People um, are like, I don't know what the fuck Rob was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I love being able to work with the people. I love you know, a lot of people will give me even a hard time about how the guys will like send me messages that are rude or offensive or they should be offensive to like the feminist or this person or that. Like, But but, but you become just like there's another douchebag delete. True. But I also am just kind of, you know, in the sense of I mean, if a like, guy is I'd, being completely inappropriate, you're like, I don't have time for that shit. Are you f- freaking four? 12. Can I talk? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what? I love the fact that you just said that. Go ahead. I really, I do absolutely have a lot of patience for people. So oftentimes when they say something, I just laugh it off. And guess what? I don't. Now, I did delete and weed through all of the dick pics whenever I first started this social media situation, which started way back in like. Did you download all of them? It was like, this is back in 2014. Holy crap. Yes. When I started my social media account. Go for you, girl. I didn't start our Instagram until 2016. But it took took off. 17. It took off. Of course it did like crazy I mean, were you doing cigars then no oh okay. i didn't smoke cigars until like three years ago <laughs> okay cool so what was your original count promoting i think boobs <laughs> nothing oh i was just promoting my i was just posting pictures of me doing like we were in vegas i posted a picture of me like in vegas with a you know a, a hot dress well, on that's where it started yeah pretty much and but it got like oh it was getting over like thousands a ton oh i was and then all of a sudden um actually the another thing that started is that i woke up one morning and i had 800 friend requests wow and i was like i was also running a studio you had to approve every one of those i was i was running a fitness studio and my first thought was here's an audience yeah let's go like work it you know let's like just try to see what happens so i did i went and approved everybody and then the next morning i woke up and i had another 800 friend requests wow and i approved all of them how how long was it until you woke up and there was like three thousand? within two weeks i went from 250 friends to five thousand friends and that's crazy. Now I have 15,000 followers. Now you can't How get followers. 15,000 followers plus 5,000 friends on Facebook. Oh, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on Instagram. 40,000. Have- 40, yeah. And you know, whenever we started Cigar Talk, I busted my ass posting three times a day at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., yep. and 1,500. I- mm-hmm. And it was different photos, different cigars every time. And I mean, for 
12 months I did that every day. Yep. And that's what it took for me to get to 10,000. Yep. And after I got 10, I didn't care anymore yeah. because I just wanted to be able to post that fucking link in my story. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. So that's really and, good and, that and you. Now it doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody clicks on the links. Nobody gives a shit. Well, they do. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely still ways to definitely make money on oh, Instagram for sure. So. Yeah. Well, 100%. And I'm just saying that, like, all the way I worked, who's doing shit? Hit that. <laughs> We're not in the middle of the show here, folks. <laughs> She's over here making me work her iPhone. Be like, hey, start recording that for me. <laughs> cut, cut. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm I'm so happy that you and Tom came. Uh like I, I'm excited that you guys came here. Yeah. You guys are the first ones since we started doing shows in here that were like from out of town to do on the show. Yeah, well, except for your brother. Well, okay. Yeah. But no, no, no. He hasn't done a show here. He did a show in the old studio. Now, oh. that's a different show. Oh, shit. That's Half Brothers. Yeah, but I didn't realize you don't do it in here. But you're right. No, it's we not do it this... in here. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why I thought I saw him in here. Yeah, but that wasn't what? on Cigar Talk. No, yeah. I get. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. I got you. Yeah. Aye, aye, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving her all I got, Scotty. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so anyway, uh, I love having you on the show. I wish you were around more. Dude, me too. Uh, I'm actually going to be in Texas more. I'm going to kill Tom for it. Yeah, I'm going to be I've like, heard, Tom, I'm in Texas I've more heard, often. I've heard you say that before. I know, but now I'm. But what you need to do is call Tom and be like, hey, can you give me your schedule of when you'll be going through Abilene? No, the problem is, is that he doesn't have, his schedule is fucking crazy. The The thing would be is that I am going to get, I'm going to get the ability to get a car and then I am going to leave it here in Texas, and I'm going to stay at Tom's house. And so whenever I'm staying at Tom's house while Tom Would is you traveling, like a lighter that works. Yes, please. Oh, <laughs> they're like the flint is going to wear out. Although this is a very scary lighter. No, it's not. It's badass. Okay. It's like when you're using that lighter, you're not fucking around. Hey, hey, be careful with it though. <laughs> I'm not responsible for that hair. <laughs> What are you talking about? If your hair goes up in flames, I'm not responsible. Yeah, it wasn't going to go up in flames. I'm just saying. <laughs> you look like you're being a little reckless. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? Anyway, so you said earlier that, like, Cigar Talk was the first per podcast that you were on. Yeah, exactly. You and called so me what? up a long time ago, and it was it was really cool because it wasn't on video, and I was like not even like fully dressed at that time, like not all done up. And uh, you were like, "Yeah, no, it's like I know." And then we had a great conversation. I think we stayed on for like two hours almost. Yeah. It was a long. Yeah. It was great. And you know that's that's like the thing with cigar talk is that happens a lot like we get somebody on the show and people all the time are like hey man yeah i'd love to do it how how long is it going to be and i'm like eh, about 30 minutes yeah and you know what i know that's never true See, but what you do is what's really cool and i'm actually jealous of that uh is that you t you often will edit and go back and you edit it and then you produce it whereas i'm more of like Oh, here, let me just like live it and then 
hit the you're walking button. down the red carpet and i'm in the studio making a movie so i'm saying because like you're oh, live that's true. yeah you're right you're whatever you live that life as yeah. well and so mine's like the spin around from that yeah but i love that yeah like i i actually love editing video audio and then taking that whole i do too but then i get also like there's so many programs to learn and new are you using any of the ai i am are you using only because of you you told me to okay cool because that fucking program like if you're making content and you're not using it you're missing the boat totally it's the newest greatest thing right now so what i'm doing is actually keeping my mouth shut and learning it so you and came on this show <laughs> right well they don't know what i'm doing but be like can you edit that out but you i have my policy on that i have been a lot quiet lately and mostly like working through my courses that i paid thousands of dollars to use and, and you, i'm like are, just now getting to them now have you gone in and taken some of the time and spent on the course oh yeah that's what i'm saying yeah okay. so let me ask you this so far would you say that you think it's worth it absolutely do you really yeah because it's um the course that i got it's it's more like a library versus a course where they're sending this you through the same tunnel that everybody has to go through and then you have to get from one thing you have to wait to watch this before you get to the next which can be fucking boring sorry my language but uh it's okay this is an explicit language <laughs> show so it just it makes me so mad whenever i have to waste my time on redundant information so i so this is more like a library you use a password manager yes oh yes <laughs> i don't i can't remember passwords i can't either but man for years i tried and i just got fed up yeah Look, exactly bit defender go ahead but anyways, so I think they're very helpful as well. But and I don't, I don't know where that came from. But uh, anyway, so I just eventually got to the point where <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking for more bourbon over here. Thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not even sure what we were talking about. <laughs> that was. I hope that's edited. No, no, it's not. We're not going to edit shit. Shit. Whatever happens, happens, and. Uh, now that's not including what we were recording before we started the actual recording because that stuff ain't going nowhere until i need it <laughs> oh my god i can only imagine so uh, so what do you think about like since covid how has social media changed and not not during after oh well in my experience what i saw was me actually being on there all the time and i was like wow man nobody else likes to go live like i can't i don't see anybody else going live like i and you know what i had so much balls back then i think when i start to learn somebody or i start to get to know somebody suddenly i become a little like i'm like oh that's who that person is i don't want to uh like disrupt their i don't want to you know cross boundaries or do anything that's gonna so i suddenly become a lot more self-conscious right and and i think that's what happened as i started getting into more of my work and then everybody well i go to the conferences and everybody knows who i am and then like wait i mean it's crazy that but mainly i blame hey, let me ask you a question huh? what were you doing five years ago today 
<laughs> was Perfect. teaching Dennis how to bill medical insurance for uh, dental procedures. And so, like, your life has turned upside down from that lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, are you shocked that this has happened or you're like, it's I'm on course? Oh, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants? Um, I mean, not now, but getting I think to if where you're you are. if you're chasing a dream, you have to be flexible unless you're following a, a path that everybody else has followed. And I didn't I didn't have a path I created. I just I kind of I kind of created this. I started it and all of a sudden I got picked up. And, you know, the first and, and I'm the first person to cheer you on mm -hmm. because I know how much work you've put in <laughs> like some people might be and i'm going to be on straight up honest people might not want to hear this but it's like you're you're famous or a influencer because you got big boobs <laughs> okay but no we've heard that. that yeah that's shallow dickhead guys that don't have anything better to talk about but when you dive into how much freaking work you put in yeah. Tell everybody to shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you got haters, they need to know that you're where you're at because you worked your ass off. Yeah. And but, you and know, that's why we I've, have a common respect for each other. To tell you the truth, it's hard for me to say that because I don't feel like I worked my ass off. I feel like I was doing something I that see I see what you do. I loved it. How many how many nights did you spend on Friday night doing a show? How many Sundays did you spend doing a show? How many yeah. lives have you done? You're not just hanging out at the pool <laughs> drinking pina coladas. No, but that was a great. That was that was. I definitely loved being by the pool, which I will definitely make my way back there. But yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a lot of work. It's a, you know what though? I feel like the hardest work comes from knowing yourself being yourself keeping your like grit or just you know keeping your confidence no matter who what knowing people you can do it because there's so many no you're missing my point okay i'm sorry go ahead this is from having like when you put yourself out there you are absolutely asking for everybody to tear you down and, and I don't care. Do. I don't care if you're a singer. I don't care if you're just a simple influencer, maybe like I am. I don't care what it is. But that to me is probably the hardest thing, especially to be a woman in a men's industry and then also be teared down or torn down. I guess that would be that'd be the proper. <laughs> so you know what's funny is, I mean, people don't comment on my shit like that. You know what I mean? Because nobody gives a shit. But on yours, you're saying, like, you get those trolls. It's not just trolls. We're talking about people in the industry who have a following. They publicly make fun of me. They publicly will post a video that makes me look bad. They'll publicly. Are you serious? Absolutely. Companies? No, not companies. I'm talking people who have a following. Oh, so like in the industry specifically absolutely yeah. and then you also have people who talk outside of you know who 
maybe my main course, you know, maybe they might be on Discord, maybe they might be on a Twitch, or maybe they're, you know, talking to us. Okay, okay. So now I, yeah, you're painting the picture. I get it. Yeah. I wouldn't follow along at first. I thought you were. So to keep your grit and to keep staying with it. Let me just tell you this, though. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Discord. Mm -hmm. I've read things about you that were not good. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what my response was? What? Every fucking time, don't fuck with her because I know her work ethic. I support her. And if so, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's yeah. like. Oh, well, they don't know who I am anyways. They and think it, they do. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if they know you or not. You well, that's what, what the fuck are they doing? Exactly. Well, exactly. So, again. Y'all didn't know this was going to turn into a fucking bitch session from people who make content, did you? <laughs> it's not a bitch session. No, no, I'm no. actually stating that what I'm saying is I'm that. I'm making it a little funny. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I don't want it. I don't want that to get across. Okay. So but I'm I would saying, rather it be a little it. humor. If we don't have humor, I feel like I need to, like, die. Okay. I got to have a breath of fresh air every now and then. Like that midget I dated when I was in high school. <laughs> That's not a joke. Why are you looking at me like that? Let's just go on with the show. <laughs> You're making me feel uncomfortable. I don't know what you got against midgets, but <laughs> you're making me feel uncomfortable, Melanie. All right. Um, so yeah. Uh for all we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about as, you know, being that we create content. Yeah. Like, I don't call myself an influencer, okay? I don't, I don't want to call myself an influencer either because it's given so much negative derogatory towards the word, which is stupid. Well, so, if I call myself an influencer, are you, are, are you, so are you offended by the fact of being calling yourself an influencer because of all this negativity that has gone to these dumb influencers out there that don't have any work ethic? I guess that could be part of it. Yeah. Actually and that, that sucks. But it's like, <laughs> I'm not an influencer because i do what i do one because i just enjoy doing it exactly and then number two is if you don't like my show don't listen don't watch because guess what what you hear today you're gonna hear just about every week because we are who we are Mm -hmm. we're not trying to pretend to be somebody we're not yeah, exactly. We don't tell somebody like, oh, these are the notes we got from this cigar. We got, you know, Oriental Sun Breeze from some vagina or something, you know, <laughs> just crazy shit. And I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. You know what? I don't have like the most delicate palate. There's certain notes that I get and I'm like, I'll proud of myself, you know, <laughs> but then most of the time I'm just like, you know what? I like that. Or, you know what? I don't care for that. Well, you know what? In my opinion, you you have a class of cigar lovers that can live at that level. But you, why are we going to, you know, limit our industry to just those guys? And that's what those guys are doing. They're polarizing the whole industry to be these connoisseurs that oh, we can't you know freaking don't, don't, understand. Don't put on airs. You know what? 99% Let of Let me people- finish my statement. Sorry. At the same time, you have people. together, but go ahead. You have people who want to actually just try a cigar. 
and they don't want to be told what to do. And in fact, whenever they are told exactly how they have to do this and do that, it's really awkward and it's also uncomfortable for them. And they tend not to come back to that lounge or even try another cigar because they're like, oh, okay, so I'm so I, wrong. I, get I don't even want to do that anymore. So I want to ask you a question off of that. Okay. Being in the, and I know we're going to, you know what, let's just say a cigar goddess, okay? Not an influencer. Okay. <laughs> Does that make you feel better? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, go for it. I just mess with you. Okay. But I mean, when you go out and you smoke cigars with people, do you have people that are like inappropriate to you in person? Um, Not. Like I said, I'm actually very patient. I'm very patient with people. So oftentimes if somebody's being inappropriate, I laugh it off. And then if it's offensive or if it's super rude or creepy of some sort, then I distance myself from them quietly. Okay. I'm not going to. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I. I pick up on, you know, what people are putting out there. And if I don't, if I don't feel comfortable with it, then I just kind of move away. Exactly. Let them be them. Yeah, exactly. You go back over here to your area where you can be you. Yeah, because guess what? That's going to be a quicker dissolution versus me being like, you know what? I Karen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a lot of the reason that we on our show, we don't discuss politics. We don't discuss religion. Because everybody, that you know, it's kind of personal to people. Of like, course. like and it each, should be each individual person. They have their personal space in there, and it's like I don't respect a lot of shit. I fuck with a lot of people, but on those, I'm like, you know what? You be you. I'm not gonna fuck with you on that because that's a very personal decision. And so you go do you. We're not gonna talk about it. Exactly. I think that's just the best way to go. So, you're going to be at TPE. Anything special going on during the week of TPE? Like road trip? Well, I mean, when you get there, like once you get there, is what at TPE? We're well, gonna be I love. I mean, I love sharing. Obviously, what, where are you staying? Uh, uh, Resorts World. Do you know your room number yet? No, you don't know that until you get there. <laughs> I'm like, tell everybody where you're staying. Come on. <laughs> no. Yes, please. Oh, my God. Don't even produce that. <laughs> so, you know, we do plan on going to hang out and smoke at the 8. Yes. I love 8 Lounge. We love 8 Lounge. I um, we, uh, we support them. Carlito supports them. They are fabulous. They have a lot of great Arturo Fuente cigars. So definitely go there if you are there for TPE and buy your Arturo Fuente like, cigars. So I don't know if you even know this, but whenever we went to the 8 last time, we saw each other. Yeah. We did some live stuff together. Yeah. But after that, it was myself tim and zaka okay. us three okay yeah yeah we sit out outside and it was so cold but because the wind was so yeah you know? and so we found a little cubby hole with a table and three chairs we sat there and we're just you know me everybody that walks by i'm fucking with them <laughs> you know what i mean that's just like me and so anyways dude comes walking up bias and he's like he looks like he's like 36 years old italian guy with like thick long hair nice suit you know and i was like hey bro you're 
ties your 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 zippers down. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh. I was like, no, nah, man, I'm just fucking with you. And mm-hmm. uh, he was like, oh, hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? Or whatever. And I was like, yeah, we're here. with. I mean, we're our cigar talk, and we're here with TPE, blah, blah, blah. We thought we're going to smoke some cigars. I was like, so what do you do? And he's like, oh, I, I own this place. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hello. That's cool. And you know what? After I did the joke about his fly being down. Oh, my God. You know what he said? What? What are y'all drinking? Uh, we were drinking uh, Envy. Angel's Envy. Okay. And it was bourbon. And he was like, all right, man, I'm going to send around over here for y'all. And nice. I'm like, that dude's freaking classy. Yeah. Like. That's what. But, that's, but, but I was like busting but You know, balls. he's over. But if, well, if he owns the place, he's literally looking at you like a cash cow. And a, it's not going to cost him anything to send around to you. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he got charged for that. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I'm just saying that tells me that you don't understand the uh, mano a mano uh, conversations that go on. Am I right, Tom? Like I busted his balls. Did you just say man-to-man conversations and I just got excluded from this situation? That's correct. Okay. But anyway. It's my interview, but 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 I I love this. But I hear, I see other heads shaking, at least one. But anyway, no, my (laughs) thing is, like, you don't understand. Like, a dude who owns this amazing lounge. The head that's shaking is also a man. Could be, like, (laughs) offended by my lewd behavior, and he wasn't. Okay. So if you're down with lewd behavior, you should be listening to this show, folks. Right. <laughs> exactly. I agree with that. 100%. You'd be down with that. Yeah. Hit that button again. <laughs> At least let me do something productive <laughs> while I'm here. I can't even say what I want to say. Why? Because it's my show. <laughs> I'm not worried about your shit, but my show, we have a certain level of like, we don't cross that line. Cross what line? Larry's like, really? <laughs> Never heard you say that before. <laughs> I don't know what the line's called because <laughs> so far we haven't even got close to it. Oh. But I think that would get us over the line. What would? <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, well, you would, you would go ahead. Uh, well, maybe not say it on the video. All right. So you ready? We're going to play a game. Okay. You know, I love playing games. Yeah. So we do live, folks, every so often. We do lives, and mm-hmm. we're going to start doing lives that we play these games, and people who join us the lives will be able to win. Okay. Are you, are you okay over there? Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> what, what are you doing to my chair? I'm just waiting. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, simmer down over there, all right? Okay. So anyway, <laughs> quit why what's so wrong with that? making the video shake all right thank you so folks we're down to the fourth quarter of the super bowl <laughs> joke there's like two dudes that understand that joke and that's all we need to know okay all right so we do a trivia question and not even so much trivia question is about like you're going to name your top five okay and so I want to know your top five leading actors in a action or comedy film. Jennifer Aniston. That's a that's a woman. 
<laughs> I like to see her in all films. If okay. if she if she plays a part, I absolutely want to see that film. Right, but that's not a man. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't door. Oh, I didn't know that we were being yep, sexist yep. here. No, I should have picked up on the other. I should have picked up on the other joke to and then known that we were being sexist here. I was trying to narrow it down. I even got it. Comedy or got action. It. Okay, so Jim Carrey. All right, I, I I'm all in. Um, I like short list. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's Jim his Perry. name? Buffon or Bo? Uh, Matt Booth. No. Oh yeah, I don't like that dude either. <laughs> no, I like Matt Booth, but Matt Booth is just Matt Booth, not an actor. <laughs> I, I, you know what his name is to me? Bat Booth. <laughs> what is his name? Oh my gosh, it's like uh something Benefold or. Come on, the guy he plays in all of the Marvel movies. Apparently, your audience here is not the lifeline you're going to want on movie actors. Benedict. Benedict Arnold? It's not Benedict Arnold, but it's... Cumberbatch. That's what I'm talking about. See? And what's he been in? I don't even know who that is. All the Marvel movies. He is an amazing actor. As? as, Uh, What's his character? (laughs) <laughs> Larry's like this lifeline just went down. I also enjoy um Don- Johnny Depp. That's and, old school. Well, nobody plays in all of the pirate movies. You know, he's like. When's the last Jack- time they made one of those? Jack Jack Sparrow. <laughs> like fifteen years ago. Did you know that Johnny Depp actually sent his uh, Jack Sparrow outfit to Carlito, and it's hanging up in Carlito's office? Are you serious? In a like a three D kind of plexiglass. Are you freaking for real? Uh, yep, absolutely. That's badass. It's in Tampa. Like. That's how many people love like, Carlito. You know, I always make fun of something. I can't make fun of that because that's badass. Fuck yeah, it is. That's badass. Dude, he's the bomb. Captain Sparrow. You know what? Next time you see Carlito, mm-hmm. say, hey, I was on Rob's show. We'd love to have you on. But also, I want to let you know that uh, there's people doing stuff you don't know about. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should be co-hosts in this because I can actually keep up with some of your jokes, but also I make I bring it down a level. <laughs> There's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That's why I'm here. <laughs> hey, you know what? I always have fun when you come on. I know, that's what I'm saying. So I appreciate it. I, I could actually I, I hang you- I could I could create the same vibe. And we could just go back and forth with you know, the, we could we could put a curtain in that no uh, I could do room. this back wherever I am I have I can got, buy a curtain you know I have you my just do it yeah and then I'll, you'll just plug it in as in like edits and everything else and then boom 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 and then we'll just and yeah we can also do it on zoom and whatever you know what? I think that'd be badass let's do this let's plan it though okay and let's do it that has nothing to do with cigars. Yeah, I, well, obviously, we had, what, two hours of chit-chat before we even got into this <laughs> freaking interview. Yeah, for those of you that are Patreon members, you'll I be mean, able to hear I mean, your crew interview. is falling asleep over there. I think he took, like, an hour. Like, they took, like, an hour nap. <laughs> no, just so you know, uh, Larry here has been suffering from narcolepsy. Oh. Isn't that right, Larry? 
Yeah, he's riding a bicycle. What's narcolepsy again? I'm that's sorry. Where you sleep. Oh, that's where like you fall asleep fall anywhere. Asleep. Yeah, I used to have a football coach when I was in high school that had narcolepsy, and like he would fall asleep standing up. Oh shit balls! Yeah. Did he ever fall? No. Oh. Like he was just standing with his arms crossed, and he'd be sleeping. That's insane. And everybody be just like, "Dude, check that dude out." That's insane. I would have fallen over and been like, "Punk." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but after like 20 years of that shit. Talk you- about your like, you know, whenever you're now, I used to not get any sleep when I was in college because I was studying so hard. Were you really? And, yeah, because and I also got married and had a baby during the middle of it, too. I was going to say, because, you know, my semester at Texas Tech was freaking amazing. Yeah. So anyways, that one semester, one I went, semester. But holy shit, it was amazing. You know yeah, what I, mean? I went through like, what, 10 semesters? I don't know. Did you really? Not 10, eight semesters, eight semesters. Yeah. So anyways, the point of it is, is that. I'm I'm working so hard, and then I, I would find a few minutes. I would get into class, and I would have a few minutes before class would start, and I put my head Try down. To get a little nap. Yeah, and so I put my head down and and fall asleep because you could fall asleep at any moment whenever you're that tired, right? And it was just like once you go out. Oh yeah, but then you always have the. Oh, like you wait you like all of a sudden you feel like you're falling through the desk and you know that you're still like in the room like with all these other people out of the chair yes like, exactly Whoa. that was like I didn't super do that in school that w- I did that at church oh my god well that makes more sense too it's like you're in a place that you don't necessarily you know it's not your bed you know it's not comfortable but then all of a sudden you're like but when you're at church you're not supposed to fall asleep and people are looking exactly. at you you're not supposed to fall asleep same thing with college you're not supposed to fall asleep you remember the head bob (laughs) yes exactly you're like fuck. oh yeah and you're looking around it's like me and my friends at church (laughs) used to play this game let me see if you know this one oh god we would find a song in the hymnal Uh and we would cover up the page numbers and show just the name of the hymnal to your buddy and then close the book and then he took the same hymnal on his side and he had to find that song yeah absolutely that's how we entertained ourselves to make it through church i actually paid attention to church well good for you (laughs) maybe good for i also i'll tell you one little church incident that my father constantly tells this story like don't tell me your dad's a pastor oh god no i could see your dad no my dad it's worse my dad's irs man (laughs) but uh actually so one um, one Sunday morning, uh, the organist that was, so they were having a kid come up there and play like a song for them, you know, on the organ to the whole church and he got stage fright. And so then the preacher looked Who? out this kid Oh, got stage fright. Not your dad. Not my dad. Gotcha. So this, so my dad's the one that tells this story all the time. Ah. So then uh, the preacher reached out and he, to the congregation and he said, "Hey guys, uh, does anybody else want to play the play the organ? You know, maybe somebody else wants to come." And I apparently raised my hand because I I did play the piano as a child. And you, but you never played the organ. Well, the organ is very similar. If you can read music, you can play it. Oh. I read. I know how to read music. I gotcha. Yeah, I didn't learn from ear. So I how learned... long did you play the organ? Well, I didn't play the organ. I played the piano for. But you played the organ. So that yeah. So that day, I raised my hand and I went up there and I played his recital. How old were you then? Like nine, maybe. Wow. Yeah. 
Like, we need an organ player. And you're like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my dad was like, oh, and to tell you the truth, I would never fucking, I'm like, I did that? That's insane. I was going to say, that is I can not- see you being like, hey, dad, next week when I do this, I'm going to need some black leather pants and a black leather vest. <laughs> or some, I mean, that was just, that's wild that I actually, like, just decided to do that. So, yeah, anyways, I was just like. All right. So, yeah, he loves to tell that story. But, yeah, that's, I mean, then that's, you know, I learned how to play the piano and then I learned how to uh, play the drums because I wanted to be a drummer. You played the drums, too? Yeah. Damn. So I took I took drum lessons. You uh, know what you should do. I played the clarinet as well, too. My mother played the clarinet. The clarinet is very similar. to the, I mean, music, all the notes are the same. I, I can't read music. Yeah. I can't play music. I can barely hear music that's not true but yeah (laughs) no i mean just you know i'm but you know what's funny is i was in a band a rock band yeah but i was a singer oh cool i need to read notes nice (laughs) just got up there and squealed yeah i i guess i just i learned it the right way to tell you the truth a lot of people that i've met in my life after that like my childhood they don't ever read music I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like, and also I did, my father wouldn't even let me go be a cheerleader in high school. He wanted me to take like math lessons. So I was pretty much, yes. So I was, remember IRS guy. So I was pretty much in the, at the end of the days, school would let out. And then I'm sitting over here with, you know, this old guy, you know, teaching me all the, intricates of math and you know what the good thing was is that when i got to like junior year i'm sitting there with my geometry teacher i was taking geometry at that time what grade were you in then this is a junior year this oh uh no not junior what is it freshman sophomore junior yeah junior okay like you took geometry before senior year. year right and i didn't need it but so when the guy you enjoyed it, no, I hated it. But the but the teacher apparently knew that I was so good at math that they recommended it. Right. Obviously. But that was the vice principal who recommended it. You know, so I just took it because I just been trying to get out of school. Like, I didn't so did care. You make straight A's. Uh, A's and B's. Yes. I didn't actually until my senior year. So let me get to the story. Hold on before you interrupt me again. Whoa! (laughs) Down! So the point of it is, is that I was in this geometry class and I just was so bored with it. And the teacher knew that I knew all the, because I was passing all the tests. And so he's just like, girl, listen, I want you to stay in. I want you to teach these other people. Like, you're so good at it. And I was just like, I'm out, dude. Like, I am not interested in this. Don't they pay you to do that? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't need it. Like, and so I pretty much skipped that class, still passed the test, went to my senior year and I skipped probably the last three I would go to school every day but the last three classes I would just I would just leave and I would go shopping actually and so I went shopping almost every where did you get money to go shop so my father sold my car and I got a new car but when we sold an old car my old car was an old car so we sold that for cash 
And you got that money? And he just put it in my glove box and never, oh. never asked for it back. Nice. <laughs> so I pretty much had, and I would all, so I would, so I was known my senior year in high school, I was known for the girl who never wore the same outfit twice. I thought you were going to say spoiled bitch, but whatever. I mean, I don't think I was spoiled. I really don't. Are you? <laughs> I worked. I, I didn't say it didn't work, but your dad sold your car, bought a new car, and said, hey, here's I think he forgot about that money, because let me tell you, he has never given me that much leeway ever before again. Like, it's never been like that again. Maybe he wanted you to think that, but he wanted you to have it. Apparently, I guess. That's how dads are. It is not as easy as people think. Yeah. Maybe it was a good year for him, too. I don't know. You but never know. Anyway, so that's pretty much like. So I just decided kind of in my senior year that I didn't I was not interested. And I graduated high school with a one point eight GPA average. Let me tell you something. <laughs> what year did you graduate? Uh, 2000. Of course. But anyway, I graduated in 87. OK. And. Like, I had to go to summer school my senior year. Yeah. I went to summer school my junior year. <laughs> okay. Going to summer school your junior year is way different than that's your true. senior year. Yeah, that's because true. Because when everybody else is graduated and gone, you're going to do six weeks. You want to hear something hilarious? My senior year, I actually skipped 80 days. And they were going to uh, help hold me back and make me do another senior year or make me go to senior year summer school. But my father was so in cahoots with the vice principal that and she was like a Mormon. She wore skirts every single and special underwear. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. I don't know. But it was hilarious because she's like, she's too smart and she shouldn't be here. And we have to get her out and she is so bored and that is the main reason why she's so she said so uh mr brown your um your mother passed away this year he's like yes she passed away and she did um and he so they actually excused 80 days wow <laughs> school because that's, of my grandmother's 80 death days and i graduated that year but, I mean, it would have been really a nuisance to keep me another year because I would have so been So, maybe a, they wanted to get rid of you. Exactly. I would have been a hellion. So, let me tell you this. I would have been a real, like, yeah. So, I got called down to the down. principal's office. His name was Mr. Nell. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Nell was the uh, vice principal and principal at my junior high. And then when I went from junior high to high school, he became the uh, assistant and then the principal at the new school. Yeah. And so... Me and Mr. Nell knew each other very well. Uh -huh. Like, I spent a lot of time in his office. Yeah. And so, it was not uncommon for me to uh, be black and blue on my backside. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I was very stubborn. Oh. But anyway, when I failed English my senior second semester, he called me into the office. And he's like, hey, man, you're going to summer school, and uh, you failed English. And I just want to let you know that mm -hmm. I have already pre-approved that you take P.E. in place of English. So I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I went bowling. I went swimming. That's hilarious. 
baseball, softball, whatever. Now, I actually went off to college and did care about what I did in college. And I didn't have to take all the bullshit ass classes. Instead, I took a lot harder classes. And I ended up graduating with a 3.8 GPA. Oh, no shit. Yeah. 3.8? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, in college. And you don't even look that smart. And this is political science. I'm saying. I know. Like, I know. Like, the wow. boobs the boobs really throw you off. And the blonde hair and the blue eyes. It's 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 and that southern accent. And that's I really is that no, what I'm just is? saying that when you throw all I don't those even know one, that, I don't even know that I hear a southern accent. Like your accent sounds the same as mine in my opinion, but maybe I'm, not. I have a southern accent. Yeah. But I'm just saying like when you go other places, the southern accent's there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I mean, they love it. Well, right. When I first moved to Florida, because I moved to Florida when I was about 25. And oh my God, they I was working for this. I went down immediately and uh, I started working for a sushi restaurant at first. And I mean, the people paid me so much money to be able to wait their tables just because I had this like really like I had manners and I had a southern accent and I was sweet and cute. And obviously, you know, like now, where were you at this time? In in, uh, Naples. Yeah, Florida. But you know, what's funny is the southern accent is not always a plus. Right. It's not a plus. Parts of the country that like. Okay, so listen to this. When I actually lived in Tennessee, I worked very hard about getting rid of my Southern accent, but it didn't get, obviously I didn't do a great job because when I got down to Florida, they were like, no, you still have a Southern accent. Well, I've had people come into Texas and be like, I don't really hear a Texas accent with you before. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then like I've moved out of Texas and gone to other states and I've always been cognizant to think, you know don't sound like a redneck yeah and i get there and it's like they're saying oh i didn't notice that you have an accent really but the people that are from texas are like yeah don't give us that bullshit you know what i mean you sound like a redneck oh yeah exactly they know it but they also are not very nice in my opinion (laughs) people from texas are not people from nashville our our state logo is don't mess with texas i mean what do you expect yep got that definitely i mean everybody else's states like welcome hanyada and it's like in texas it's like hey fuck off (laughs) don't be looking at me funny that's hilarious all right so I got to use the rest. All right, guys. That's going to wrap up this interview with Cisco Kid. What's up? We want to say thank you so much for coming out. We appreciate you coming to the studio in Abilene, Texas. But make sure that they know how to find me, guys. If you are a very... Uh, down in the show notes, there will be a thing that says Little Cisco Kid. Little Cisco Kid 21. Take you to her Instagram. Yes, please. And that's where you can find all things Cisco Kid. And trust me, they're hot and amazing. You're going to love it. I don't know about that, folks, because, you know, I don't. But anyway, you go to my site and you'd be looking at Rob being like, oh, that dude's hot. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm kidding. Anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out with us and uh, me and Larry coming up next. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. We're going to do a couple of fun uh, calls. 
and we're going to call a crank call, and then we're going to call a random legend. Ooh. Like a legend. So. This is going to be interesting. You know it will be. And I don't know what's going on right now, people, but. Yeah, you don't even we'll know. See. You don't yeah. even know who we're calling. It's even a surprise to me. And that's the way I like it. Yes. Folks. Keep him on his toes. Mm -hmm. Big right, toe. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> They're like, I ain't answering that. Yeah. What up? Hey! <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am freaking fantastic. And you are on the show with me and Larry. Vagina. Vagina. How you doing? Vagina Shawanda. How you doing? Look at our recording last night. No, well, that didn't work out. <laughs> when you listen to the show this week, you'll know why that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Didn't happen the way it's supposed to, but here we are. <laughs> we start and you're not here, so we're calling you. Well, we didn't invite her today, but you know why I didn't invite her? Why not? Because it's below 40 degrees, and I'm like, she That's doesn't true. leave the house. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> I, you are, like, not a winter person. No, and you know what? I've just decided what my next trip is. I'm going to go to Norway. <laughs> you're, <laughs> like, very wintry. trying to get better at what you're not good at. I know I am. That's all good. <laughs> did you read the article that I sent you? I did. And it was not directed at you. It was about lesbians and Subarus. No. <laughs> oh, it's about travel and this person being like, hey, travel is not what people make it out to be, basically. <laughs> well, that sounds like someone who's a complete dick and doesn't enjoy the company of diff meeting different people. Right. So once again, I, I will say to you on the show, it was not directed at you who likes to travel. That. Well, what was it sent for? You just wanted her to know yeah, that somebody wanted, was a dick? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Just, she's she's know. old enough to know that that's life. I don't know. Because she yeah, just had is. a birthday. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know Happy she, birthday, Case. She yeah, has, thank she thank has you, a like, she has yeah, a month and a half year. ago. Yeah, she has a birthday every hey, year. Hey, you know what? You were gone. I wasn't gone on my birthday. Oh, well, shortly after you were. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You bought a cigar. I know. Birthday. You know what? I still have the cigar that so you bought and gave to me, and Larry does as well, and we were waiting to when we can all get together and smoke them together. Yes, that's right. Well, you have to invite me over. <laughs> you have an open invitation. No, 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 no. That's it. Doesn't work that way with oh, Case. What well, I, what I, I think I, we just smoke them in Vegas. I, How about that? Done. Okay, we'll do it. Done. We, we will do it. Done. Hey, guess Vegas. what? Guess what? We're smoking tonight. Uh, is it a McAuliffe something or other? Nope. No. It's El Popo. Oh, yeah, we got more one. of those. That's why you were not invited. <laughs> I know. I like that little sucker. <laughs> it's like, hey, shut that machine off. <laughs> it's going through too many cigars. But anyway, hey, so we're calling you because we're going to give you some trivia. Oh, gosh. Here yeah. we go. And you don't get a phone a friend. You don't get any of the options that that show did. It's like you get one answer, and if you're right, you're going to win a prize. And Trip if you're wrong, we're, we're going to hire these meth head women to beat the shit out of you. They probably can. <laughs> you better get it right. So don't <laughs> screw it up. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Hit me. All right. Who was the band... 
that sang the song Time? Uh, that's not the one that Hootie and the Blowfish did. Was it? I'm going to give you another chance. Oh, she messed it up. I'm going to try you out a little bit. <laughs> one more shot. One more shot. And I'm like, that was the name of the song, right? <laughs> so <laughs> what would suck is to find out that after we sent the meth head women to beat her ass, <laughs> that she was right. <laughs> that would suck. So let me double check right, right quick. Let me double check. <laughs> I kind of think maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm glad you answered the phone. <laughs> no, you, no, you might no, not be. No, no, I was right. I was gonna say I was right. I was right. Yeah. I was like, did I miss this? No, I'm I'm correct. So you got you didn't name Hootie and the Blowfish, but just because you said their name out loud, we're gonna count that as one of your guesses. You get three. <laughs> okay. Uh, the song Time. Two more. Two more. Oh, I feel gosh. like. Hey, hang on a second. Oh, see. wait. Oh, 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 oh. Before, you, a, before you answer, before you answer. Song, hey, before you answer. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's Pink Floyd. Booyah! She wins, folks! <laughs> so, you have won an evening. In the company of Larry Denton and Rob Jones to smoke cigars over at the studio. <laughs> okay. Lucky yeah. Doesn't get much better than that. That's right. It doesn't. And you are welcome. <laughs> well, thank you for the invite. Yes. So, hey, hey, tell everybody where we are going next week on Tuesday. TP, baby. Guys, we are headed to Las Vegas. We are going to be there for what? Four days. I don't know what I I don't know what you and Larry are doing. I just know that me and Tim are getting there on Tuesday and leaving Saturday. Yes, we are going. You and Larry are a couple of bitches. (laughs) Just gonna tell you straight up, and I don't mean that in the female sense. I mean that in the sense of like, what a wussy. You know what I mean? That's we're going. We're going. We're going for three nights. It'll be fun. And okay. then we're coming yes. back. So you're like, we're gonna get out of there for Rob gets us yeah. all arrested. Yeah. We have we have to get back in time to we can post bail money for Rob and uh, Tim. I'm already bringing a bunch of twenties. Oh, me, so. uh, good deal. Oh, you're gonna need hundreds. Twenties <laughs> <laughs> are not gonna get you very far, dear. <laughs> hey, so. I didn't say I was to bail you out. Oh. So. I need help. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in fact, true. if I get arrested, oh, y'all immediately call like whoever represents mentally unstables. That's called Tim. He is your babysitter. Yes. He's in charge of monitoring all your activities. Yeah. Cool. And he he's always been good at that job. And then we get back. He, I think he regrets it. Yeah. As we all Every do. Every time. Yeah, as we all do. So, you know, last time we went to TPE, me and Tim shared a room, and our view out the window was another wall. Hmm. Are you serious? Yes. I, I, I opened the curtains, and there was another wall from another hotel room about 20 feet away, and between that wall and where I was, there was just air conditioning units. They were trying to keep you blocked. <laughs> It was awful. I was yeah. pissed. 
And then we went down to the lobby and, you know, it's a casino also. And everybody's like gambling and smoking. And I light up a cigar and somebody's yelling at me saying, hey, you can't smoke that in here. And I was like, that that dude that's playing at the crap tables is smoking. And he's like, yeah, but it's not a cigar. He's at the crap table. So we are not staying at the link because of that reason. Okay. <laughs> well, I need your listeners to tell us if they have been to the Spear since it opened, because that is the one place I want to go to while we're there. So yeah, and I'm and so I'm going to take thoughts on it. We need to we need to hear hear from them. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am really bummed out that we're not going to see YouTube because I watched some of their stuff on the uh, I need to check ticket YouTube. prices again. I'll see if they come down. But at 550 bucks a ticket for the shitty seats, um, it's like, damn it, I'm out. But damn, that would be badass. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to check and see if they've come down. Well, check on that. Keep a tab on that because that sounds like amazing if it was at all possible. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So anyway, well, hey, thanks for answering the phone. <laughs> That's the biggest thing, because I know when my name pops up on your caller ID, it's like 50 50. <laughs> it's like, how uh, is this going to go? I'm, how high I'm not, is I'm not right picking now? this up. And I know a big part of it is like if you're with other people. It's always going to be no. <laughs> She's like, I'm not talking to him in front of these people. <laughs> and you know better than to answer the phone with other people and me on speaker, right? Oh, gosh, yes. You know, some people have learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> so you're smarter. I was not one of them. You're smarter than the average bear. <laughs> So anyway, well, hey, thanks for answering the phone. And we will hopefully see you this week and be talking about let's get ready for Vegas and what we're going to do at TPE. All right. I will see you guys soon and have fun. All right. Good night. Bye-bye. See you. All right. So y'all know that was Hatch. Vagina. Vagina. Shawanda. Hatch. Hatch. And so, you know, we're all going to TPE. We've got a hell of a team going. Mm-hmm. We've got Larry Denton. We've I'm got Tim Rickman. Yep. We've got Hatch. We've got what's that dude's name? Oh, yo, Alvin. That, I, ne- I never not get Alvin. What's his name? No, not Alvin. Antonio. No. Not Sam, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, we changed his name recently to Alfred. 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 Yeah, we got Alfred. Alfred yeah. And so, and then we got me. So, dude, what a hell of a group. We're going to have a good time. And you know what? We plan on, so you guys that don't know, I think what we're going to do is we're going to broadcast live interviews with all the different cigar brand owners that are at the show. We're going to do it live, and we're going to do it on Discord. You know what I mean? So if you're if you're not a member of the Discord, look down into our show notes and join our Discord. And you know what? Uh, it's going to be. We're going to do a live interview with a ton of people on our Discord. So if you're not a member of the Discord, you're not going to see it. Join, join, Discord. join the Discord. If you join in the join next the 22 minutes, somebody's going to tickle your taint. That's guaranteed. Hey, right, you know what? We should talk about our other sponsor. Yeah, Jerkins. <laughs> it's Jerkins. if you've got 30 minutes and you're alone, don't forget. The Jerkins, available in your one-gallon pump or the five-gallon bucket. 
In your local drug stores or the drug section of the store you shop in every day. No, that's not true. You have missed the boat. You didn't read the memo. Jerkins is no longer available in your local drug stores. But if you drive around back next to the dumpster, we got a dude there that can sell you a gallon or five. Okay. What's (laughs) All right. Don't forget Jerkins, folks. There's a link down the show notes for that as well. In look in the show notes look show notes but hey are we recording yes we are <laughs> just want to make sure because you know we've been down that road before oh you know what a night all right so hey you know what we got another phone call coming up mm-hmm. with what i told you folks earlier as far as i'm concerned legend so don't go anywhere we'll be right back with another surprise guest bring it like a rhinestone cowboy. Oh! All right, guys. <laughs> that song lets you know right out the gate that I've had a lot to drink. I'll get a special guest on the line. It's only 735, so let's see if uh, this person will answer the phone. Yeah. All right? Let's check it out. Here we go. And let's see right here. Nope, that's not the right dude. <laughs> it's not just called random people. <laughs> Give me a second. You know what? You could talk while I'm looking. My phone kept ringing in the middle of the night. I don't know who was calling me. Somebody no. named Rob Jones. <laughs> you know what? I have actually got text messages that say, I sleep normal people hours. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting you. Well, that's a good way to be. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I like to surprise people. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you do. See if they're going to answer. <laughs> hope that, oh, I hope this does not go bad. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't answer when I call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello? Uh, is this Billy? Yes. How are you, Billy? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I think... I called the wrong Billy. <laughs> Which Billy is this? Billy. Yeah, that's not the Billy I was looking for. So, hey, man, I hey, hope you have a good weekend. Billy, have a good night. <laughs> Sorry. All right. See you, bud. Bye. <laughs> Whoops. I don't even know who that guy was. <laughs> so, that, I got- that, was, that was Billy. <laughs> you know what's funny is I have like eight Billies in my phone, but no last name. <laughs> that's probably not a good idea. (laughs) You know what I mean? Not Mm -hmm. to have anybody's last name. So I'm going to look them up, see if I can find them on Instagram. Hey, so you know something else that we want to talk to you guys about is like, I don't know how you guys are, but I think the cigar community in whole is pretty amazing when it comes to supporting good causes mm-hmm. you know what i mean so in the next couple of weeks when we get back from vegas we are going to actually name a charity that we support viva las every- vegas okay that's not charity <laughs> that's a good time okay and <laughs> put the drink down mm. and let's talk charity mm. no but uh and we're going to go with a local charity You know what I mean? It's like, I want to build a relationship with that organization and not just send 25 bucks a month to feed children in Africa. That makes sense. You know what I mean? No, that does make sense. And and I'll tell you this. You should do that. On my wife's, uh, my wife's, my wife and my daughter have been supporting a African boy 
since he was like four, and now he's like 16. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they like, you know, get pictures and they send him Christmas gifts, not just money. But, you know, it's not a lot of money. I think it's like maybe 35 bucks a month. That's a lot. But that makes a big difference when your economy is so low. That gets you to school for a year. Can you believe that? Yeah. But anyway, no, that's not where I was going. I was going, you know, I want to do something with a local charity. And we have a lot of great charities. You know, we're doing the Buffalo Run, and that is for Camp Abel. Mm -hmm. They do equestrian uh, therapy for special needs family members um you know i'm excited about the buffalo run i am too and you know what we we want to say a big shout out to both case elegance and McAuliffe cigars for like stepping up and sponsoring the race yeah and we do plan on as best we can to live stream the whole race Mm. and just so y'all know i had told larry a couple of weeks ago i was like hey we want to try to win. So in order to like shave time off of the whole 1200 miles, no pee stops. Yeah. We'll just cut a hole in the door and you flop it out <laughs> and pee in the road. And Larry was like, no, still not sure how I feel about that. People but <laughs> give, give hey, you know, give Back us your thoughts. You. Give us your thoughts. Hey, if, hey, you know what? Let's get votes. And if we get more votes, yes versus no, that's how we'll go you just like put like we'll have a funnel in the door Mm -hmm. and you're like you know i gotta go i gotta go yeah and i have to go (laughs) you're like permanently (laughs) i'm no longer doing this show with you rob can't come back here no more Hey, guys, just so you know i am lighting up for the second half of the show and i am lighting up the el popo from artisanal tobacco Great cigar, um, not as strong as I expected it to be, but but here's cigar. the thing: it's full bodied. Yes, in the nicotine department, it's mm-hmm. full bodied in the flavor profiles, but it is so smooth that it doesn't feel like you're smoking like a full blown pepper bomb. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Well, I mean, you just heard my definition. Is that? Sound like what you experienced? Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> He's like, without the bomb. If you would have asked me about three bourbons ago, <laughs> I could have given you a little bit more of a, you know, well, explanation. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that's okay. We're all here to have a good time. That's all we're here for. That's all we're here for. So, hey, let me try to get this person on the phone. And if they answer, awesome. And if they don't, well, then, uh, you know, we'll move on. Mm -hmm. But I would really like to try and see if I can get them. You know, sometimes people like see that I'm calling. Yeah. And don't answer. They pretend they're not online, but I can see a green light (laughs) next to their name. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I literally. Hey, Rob. Hey, is this Billy? That's right. Billy from Artisanal Tobacco. How are you, sir? My friend, Rob, from Cigar Talk. How are you? Dude, let me tell you what. We got your package. We want to say thank you for the gift. Dude, are you using this lighter yourself? Yes, I am. Do you love it? I love it. 
dude. I love it. Like, let me tell you, you when you come first. to our studio, there's probably what? We got probably what? 15 lighters, Larry? Yeah, at least. We got 15 lighters. Because, you know, there's always people coming by and hanging out and yeah. smoking. So we'd like to have a lot of lighters. This is not only the coolest lighter I have <laughs> ever used. It's also like it works every time. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. I mean, dude, Larry. just because of that, I say these guys never like just do something just to say they've done it you guys always make sure it's the best possible thing that you can create dude so far i have zero i can't find a single flaw on this lighter design i'm so happy man i want to thank you and thank uh, larry for making el pulpo number one cigar of the year no 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 we did not make el popo the number one cigar of the year you guys billy and gus y'all made this cigar cigar of the year thank you so much i mean we had nothing to do with it but i mean hey i would love to take credit but i can't yeah well listen uh you guys smoked it it worked with your palate uh it could go this way that way and thank god worked on on uh you know becoming of the year a lot of levels i mean cigar aficionado which i mean have you have you guys ran any ads in cigar aficionado ever we did not never before honestly and the the viva la vida weren't you guys named like number 18 16 16 16. Mm -hmm. and then this year you produce a cigar i'm I'm sorry in 2023 you brought out the el popo Mm-hmm. And in its first year, not even a whole year, mm-hmm. it was named t- number 10. Number 10. Congratulations, right. dude. That Dude, mm-hmm. I hope that just like blows the doors off of where you've been with Viva La Vida because that was an amazing cigar. And I was like, when, I, when you sent us that other, uh, the pre-release, uh, mm-hmm. I was like... Before we smoked that, I was like, there's no way they're going to top the Viva La Vida. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it'll be near as good. And holy crap, yeah. dude, you went above and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, um, no, no. I mean, not no, no. Thank you. <laughs> you know you know how the consumer is so critical about our industry when it comes to blends, when it comes to flavors, when it comes to... Uh, Wrappers, binders, the construction, right? So they keep us on our toes. Oh, 100%. Like you have to, when you come out with a cigar, and we've actually had people that be like, man, dude, Cigar Talk should come out with its own cigar. And you know what I say? I know nothing about cigars, and that's not my business, bro. I want to leave that to the guys that want to put their passion and heart into it, because that's not me. And you guys have demonstrated when you have the work ethic, the passion, and the dream, it can be done. And you guys, wow, man. You know, I tell everybody, if you don't know the story of the background behind artisanal tobacco all the way back to when they immigrated to this country you should go back and listen to our first interview because that's the american dream and you are just like totally knocking it out of the park completely lost thank you thank you rob and larry Uh, honestly um I, i i see the passion in you that's why 
we love from day one. From day one. Oh, dude, you have been right there with Cigar Talk, and I have been right there with you on what you do since the beginning for both of us on the cigar part. Yes. 100%. 100%. I tell our people all the time, I'm like, dude, I got to smoke the pre-release of the Viva La Vida, and it was a home run, and then we got to smoke the pre-release of the El Popo, yeah. and I'm right. going to tell you right now, I don't know if y'all made any changes, but like when I smoked the pre-release, I was like, that's a damn good cigar, and then when I smoked the final product that you sent, it was like, that's my mm. cigar of yeah. the year. Maybe better. Yeah. Wow. So look, when when we bring pre-release, right, <clears throat> uh, it is ready for the market, but it needs three four months. So you have to take in, into account when this is us. When we bring something to the market, we know it's going to be released in two three months. So yeah. uh, those two three months makes the cigar goes to another level. But when you test a new blend, uh, you have to know. In in couple of years, in three years, how it's gonna taste? Is it gonna reach that level where you are looking for? So, but when we bring pre-release, it is mi- minimum about two months to three months that's gonna come to the market, and you know it's gonna enhance it much much further, and that's why you see the pre-release. If you have now a pre-release and you smoke it, it is... I don't have any more of those, but if you have some, Billy, send them our way. <laughs> Bring them. Bring them to me. It was amazing when light. we smoked it, but now that it's the cigar of the year for last year, I'm like, man, I would love to see the difference. Like, I don't, You don't even know this, Billy, but for today's show, we are both smoking the El Popo. Thank you so much. Guys. Oh, no. Thank you, so sir. And uh, I'm smoking also El Popo. Oh, very, it's, it's a triple double right there. <laughs> hey, I, I've been what? meaning to ask you forever, Billy. Uh, you know, Cigar Talk, our whole team is going to go to TPE. Are you guys going to be there? Uh, Come on. TPE, we're going to the PCA. I know you're going to the PCA, but you're not going to TPE. That's where we're going. Like know, the PCA you know is a little bit different of an environment. So we don't get to have like fun with the people that come and show all their great mm-hmm. cigars. Uh, yeah. PCA is a little bit more like, uh, I hate to say uptight business, but people are there to do their business. You know what I mean? They don't have time to be doing interviews. Yeah. Well, the, the, the TP and the PCA, they are one month apart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're too expensive. For oh, a hundred percent. hundred percent. So uh, we decided to go this year with PCA. No, you know what? I completely understand that. And the reason I understand that is because I've talked to a lot of the cigar influencers across different platforms, and a lot of them aren't going. And I'm like, you know what? We signed up. We're going. We've got our whole team. We've got five people going, and we're going to be doing a ton of live stream interviews. And so we're excited to go. Uh, It didn't work out to our schedule works with PCA at the end of March. So, you know, we're going to do whatever we can. So we jumped in on the TPE. Yeah. Next year, we will do TPE. All right. All right. Well, yeah, we'll we just want to meet you in person, Billy. You know, I've known you for over five years now. Can you believe that? <laughs> wow. We've passes. been we've been talking for over five years, five Billy. Years. Yeah. Oh, you're right. And you know what? We live thousands of miles apart, but I feel like I know you because you're a good guy. Thank you. And it's uh, this is the power of the leaf. 
A hundred percent. People together, uh, it uh, distance becomes shorter, uh, and then that's the beauty about cigars. A hundred percent. We were talking about we were talking about earlier on the show tonight. It was like, guys, if you are running into your local cigar shop, grabbing a smoke and then going home to smoke your cigar and you're not part of the cigar community, you're really missing out because the relationships that you build through the cigar community, like they are the best community that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So, and you know what's funny, guys? I'm going to tell you guys right now. Here's the thing. I I told everybody during the break, uh, Billy, that we were going to do a crank call, and we did that. And then I told them after that call, we're going to do a call with a legend. And you (laughs) answered the phone. That's beautiful, man. Thank you so much. Oh, well, you are a legend, but I was like, hey, guys, a lot of times when people see I'm calling, they don't answer. (laughs) Yeah, if if your name is in their phone, they're not going to answer. Yeah, so so we we appreciate you answering. And, I mean, this is off the cuff. This was not planned. So, you know, we don't don't like the whole prescriptive. The minute I see your name, no matter what time it is, I'm answering. Well, I appreciate that, Billy, but, you know, we don't like to do like, hey, we're going to have you on the show and we want you to talk about this or we want you to talk about this. We want to call you up and you don't even know we're calling and just be who you really are. And that's what we love about you. How did that work out tonight? Thank you. Is my question. We love you. And this is uh, you do stuff from the heart and people sees that and they they uh, they believe in your uh, in your words and because you only uh, i'm gonna sum it up for you billy i don't bullshit people exactly see billy 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 has too much class to say that but that's what i get feedback from a lot of people that say billy was trying to get it right you know what we love about you rob is you don't pull no punches you don't bullshit us what you tell us is how you really feel and so that's how i am and you know some people it's a little too abrasive for but for a lot of people that love our show we say thank you because they're right with us and they know that when i tell you you listener that i smoke this cigar they're our sponsor but they're our sponsor because we love their cigars you know what i mean right correct so you you believe in their story and that's why mm -hmm. well uh, we we talked about it earlier billy you know what i told larry is the best cigars, my favorite cigars, are the cigars that I love the people of the cigar. It's not yeah. like if 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 you're not a solid guy, you're not a solid dude, I'm not going to enjoy your cigar. But if when you're good people, I exactly. tend to trust your brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as you know, guys, everybody who has or produced cigars, they have their own story. And... Um, some stories work with different people differently and the idea behind it is to bring the joy to the consumer that they enjoy cigars a hundred percent yes that's what we want and and uh, when i tell people about your story billy i always say this is the exact example of the american dream yeah oh yeah correct correct I mean, and, you and, guys, it's very important also to mention that no matter what you believe in, go for it. No matter what you want in life, go for it. Don't don't allow anybody to hold you back. Uh, just believe in yourself 
trust yourself and go for what you want to do. A hundred percent. We still, we still in the beginning of our journey. Oh, I know. I, I, you know what? I didn't know there would ever be another cigar after the Viva La Vida. You did a several different Vitolas, which I love so many of the different ones, but I didn't know you were going to come out with another cigar. And then all of a sudden, bam, home run. Thank you so much. And look, it took us five years to bring Al Pulpo to the market. And the, the only thing with cigars, you cannot buy time, right? They need to age. They need to ferment the right way. If you want to bring a good cigar to the market, you want to bring a memorable cigar to the market, you need to give it its time. And that's what why it took us a long time to bring Al Pulpo. Well, let me, and, let, me, uh, let me tell you something, Billy, over the years, what I've learned mm-hmm. is when you have the coolest, flashiest advertising that makes you want to smoke a cigar, what that usually means is that cigar was made in a very short time. Mm-hmm. But when you have a cigar that was planned and tested and tried and retested and worked to produce this amazing cigar, it's it's not about, there's not a lot of advertising to it because no. when you put that cigar out, People are going to love it, and it will spread because those people smoking it are going to tell people, hey, smoke this cigar. Exactly. And so I love the way you guys do your business model because you're not trying to take shortcuts. No, no shortcuts with us. Shortcuts Um, get you nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere. But there's a lot of brands out there that do shortcuts, and they do all this marketing just to make a buck that's not what you guys are doing no no i mean look uh again uh there is a lot of companies who uh start with you know they they, they're excited they want to bring the cigar to the market they rush it and then the cigar comes in and it it, it's spicy uh it, it has a bite Well, you know what? That's the easiest cigar on the market to make, right? If I just make a pepper bomb, the guys that don't really, the the guys that just started and they're all into the really strong cigars, it'll be great for them. They don't know what a good cigar is anyway. No offense to the new guys. That was me. That was me years ago. You know what I mean? I went through that stage. It was like, I need a six by 60 torpedo and I need it to be very peppery. So and, when you have that cigar that punishes your mouth, it means the cigar is not fermented. Right. It's not <laughs> aged enough. But, but a very young palate yeah. thinks that, oh, wow, my palate can taste all this pepper. And my tongue is <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and then I need to put some sugar under my tongue because I feel dizzy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. If you smoke Al Pulpo or Viva, oh, none of this will come. No, right? it's 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 it's, food, it's a delectable palate. Exactly. So the only way you're gonna take those uh, uh, those uh, negative uh, uh, experience smoking a cigar is by aging the tobacco to the fullest, fermented the right way, and uh, you're gonna have a delicious, smooth, creamy cigar oh 100% and that's what you've done but let me ask you another question Billy and this is going to be not so much about cigar yeah uh as what you've done but go back 20 years ago mm-hmm. did you ever think you would know what you know now about tobacco no like this was a, a, a like a 180 for you guys mm-hmm. 
Yes. So look, um, retail, we were in retail and we learned so much from our clients. But but uh, but at one time, even retail, you didn't even sell cigars. You just sold cigarettes, right? It, the first year, we were selling cigarettes and other, uh, you know, like uh, machine-made cigars. And then we switched the whole thing to premium uh, cigars. And and this was a, a retail shop, like, on the streets of New York, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was called the Cigar Inn. Uh, and we used to have two locations. And there were premium cigar lounges uh, with a walk-in humidor, barber shop, shoe shine. Uh, it was a place beautiful. of meeting other people that was like an experience. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was. And we love, we love people, right? So uh, it was the best uh, business to be in. Because the consumer comes in every day or every other day, and then uh, he comes in and he tells you his uh, victories, his uh, problems, his uh, work uh, uh, accomplishments. So you be- he become part of you. You become part of him. And that's the beauty about retail in, in cigar lounges, right? Well, so but we you, what's so the beauty of what you've done, though, Billy, is that now that you're making cigars, you've been in the lounge business for so long that you know what helps these lounges that are selling your cigars better than most yeah. distributors. Yeah, I, it helped me to understand what the cigar store is looking for. Uh, it helped me also uh what the market is looking for what kind of blends is missing from the market what kind of uh but let me tell you this billy it's gonna be mm-hmm. you know what that shows me more than anything is the patience exactly you put in the work and you also take in all the data along the way Mm-hmm. to make the decisions on how to go into what you're doing now to provide the best experience for not only the consumer, but also the cigar lounges that sell your cigars. Correct. So, for example, this is great, uh, uh, Rob, that you brought this subject. We Viva La Vida has six sizes. So if you put them on the shelf, it's going to take about five feet uh, long. So we came with an idea to reduce the price to reduce the size by making a tray. It's a beautiful tray. It holds all six sizes. All the six sizes, they're going to be next to each other. It takes only two feet. So every shop out there could bring that in. Exactly. And plus, uh, the price is less. Instead of increasing prices, we reduce the prices by like 7%. Wow. Wow. You know, I mean... I yeah, mean, because you're not doing boxes now. Right. I mean, they still could order it by a box, but now it comes in wrapped in beautiful black, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, uh, paper uh, with the sticker on it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, beautiful. like the package. Like the, the package. It's yeah, like exactly. a butcher paper, but they come in different colors. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. love those, by the way. Yeah, so uh, it comes in. You know, six sizes. Uh, cigar lounges love it because it doesn't take too much space, um, and also the price is less, right? So, 
uh, it's it's really good for the consumer. It's good for the the cigar because most of the cigar lounges humidor is huge. Right? No, no, so no. A, l- a lot of people have very small humidors. Exactly. So the tray works magic. And the for, thing about for, it is, for me, Billy, what you're offering with like your whole sampler in two feet of space, if you have a very small humidor, you're giving the best bang for the buck because if I'm going to have a good humidor, give me as many selections of really good cigars as you can. Mm-hmm. And you've right. you've made that happen. So, like, yeah, dude, y'all you. keep impressing me. <laughs> thank you so much. Always. Look, I mean, it's when we make also cigars, we don't make them based on our palate. It's it's you don't make them on your palate. No, we make it for the consumer palate. Well, is your palate about? I mean, what do you think of the El Popo? I love it. Okay, I was okay. gonna say so, you didn't make it for somebody's palate that's not your own, right? No, no, no. This is the thing. There was certain elements in the market. Uh, when we go to cigar lounges, we always ask the owner, uh, the consumer, the people sitting in the lounge, what's your favorite? What do you think? What's like the hottest? What do you think is missing? We're always taking notes, right? We always ask these questions. Um, and I don't go there to give lectures. I mean, of course, we talk about our cigars and our journey and whole thing and, right? and and billy with your experience though i'm sure you also get a lot of questions about the business behind the scenes well yes a lot because right. we all we all all we see like we're the peons down here okay and we're smoking cigars we love cigars but like on the cigar front it's like the big you know curtain for the wizard of oz we don't really know what goes on behind the curtains but we have a lot of questions and you're always available to like you'll tell us your honest opinion and how that works yeah anybody who has questions about it we are here for you you could ask us anything you want and if we have the answers for it 100 percent, we will give it to you and i love and- the fact that you're so into like aging the tobacco yeah you know what you have to if you want a good cigar that is number 10 on Cigar Aficionado, number one at, at the uh, uh, Cigar Talk, uh, number five in in, uh, in uh, Cigar Snob. Uh, I mean, that's impressive. And I'm going to tell you right now, Billy, you get number 10 on Cigar Aficionado, and you didn't advertise in their magazine. And so, like, that's straight up. Five. That's straight. Like, like if we took away anyone that was on that list that actually advertised in their magazine, it's like, I bet you guys would end up at like six to four. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to research that. I'll, I won't let you know how that works out. But you yeah. guys are like, so look, hats Rob, off just uh, for top 10. You know what I mean? Because that's an accomplishment so that honored. many companies wish they could make. Honestly, we are so honored and so grateful that. We are on top 10 with Cigar Aficionado and top five in Cigar Snob. A hundred percent. Now, we never advertised with Snob or with Aficionado. We did not. Not because we don't like them. It's because we didn't have a financial. uh, You didn't have the marketing budget. The marketing budget for it. It was too expensive. 
Right. And just so everybody knows, you guys are not like this big company. You're like a yeah. you're when people say Small boutique. Boutique, boutique. Like when, when someone says boutique, artisanal tobacco, that's the definition of boutique. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And but this year we advertised. This year we advertised with cigar aficionado and was not. Awesome. This Congratulations to you. Time. Thank you so much. And you sponsor this show. That's correct. And I appreciate that more than you know, Billy. It's like the relationship that we've had with you guys throughout the years is a blessing to us. And I hope that we are a blessing to you guys. And we just want to say thank you so much for all that you do, not only for us, but for the whole entire cigar community, and that being the smokers and the shops. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to all your talk uh, uh, talk show uh listeners we appreciate it billy hey man thanks for taking our call just like off the cuff not even knowing that we're gonna throw you on the show but no that's problem. how we roll man we we, we don't want to be a a, a a pre-planned thing we want to just do it off the cuff you know excellent thank you so much well thank you hey tell gus we said hello too and we can't wait to meet both of you guys in person and if you guys need anything from us just let us know Thank you so much, guys. God bless and uh, enjoy your El Pulpos. Oh, you don't even know. I'm, I'm only into the first third, so thank you. And we'll talk to you soon, Billy. Thank you so much. Have a great night. You're welcome, bud. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that rant. I told you, legend. Yes, a legend. Like, when Cigar Talk tells you we're bringing a legend on the show, mm-hmm. we're not fucking around. You bring a legend. If you say you're bringing a legend, you have to bring a legend. No. If I tell you I'm bringing a dud. We're bringing a dud. We don't do that. I mean, oh, yeah. If I can get a dud on here, that's fun. Fine one. That's uh, fun. Uh, I think, uh, I, think I know one or two. I know a dude with one arm. Okay. <laughs> Matthew. Tripod. He's like, pass. Hey, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it. There's a lot of random, like, you know what? I like random. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like planning is great. We like to plan. We want to educate a little bit, but mainly we want to bring you like information or entertainment. Yes. And do it. Some jokes. Yes. Bad <laughs> jokes. Anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Until next time. Life is short. Smoke with a friend. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny Bum, 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 bum,